Good evening, Sojourners, and welcome to the Gothic Podcast Halloween Special 2021. We did have a little bit of technical difficulty, so please bear with us as you listen to this edited version of the live show. Everybody, after a few technical issues, we are live with the Gothic Podcast Halloween Horror Special 2000 and what is it? 21. 21. 2021 already. Should be in space. But instead, it is the Corn Maze Massacre. And tonight, uh, we are joined by some of our Gothic Podcast regulars. Uh, We have with us uh, Sharon. Hey, Sharon. Hello. And we've got Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Hello again. So glad to be podcasting. (laughs) And uh, then we also have Isaac uh, from the Strangers in the Pines podcast, who has played on our little audio drama, the character of William Kitteridge. Hey, Isaac. Hello, hello. Happy to be back with you guys again. Mm-hmm. Yes, welcome. And we also and have our you... wonderful candle keeper, C. Patrick. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, see, see him? Hello. See Patrick Nagel. <laughs> Tonight we're going to play some 10 Candles. And uh, 10 Candles is a role-playing game of tragic horror. So Ten Candles is interesting in that it is played with actual candles. Uh, you will see that we have a, a series of 10 tea candles over there at the candle cam. And those we're going to start lighting here in a little bit as soon as we start character creation. And as they go out, scenes will change and probably bad things will be happening. And they'll start getting worse and worse as the game goes on, because in 10 candles, well, guys, um, I mean, I, I just need to be very clear about this, but there are no survivors in 10 candles, but it is a role-playing game of tragic horror. Everyone but, dies at the end, but, 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 but everyone <laughs> dies at the end, but I'm, what I'm about not, the story? We, we can't count those exceptions that have happened in the past <laughs> it's it's okay because Unlikely. in the end in the end we pan out and it was all a dream <laughs> oh there yeah. you go it was an alternate reality so everything's no. fine nope. Nope. nope it's reality <laughs> and bad things will happen so 10 candles is not about uh whether the characters will survive or not because let me be clear they will not <laughs> However, the characters don't know that. They have to act as if they're going to survive. And we, the players, um, are both advocate and adversary of our, play- of our characters, trying to make the best story that we can make for them, give them their times to shine, their times to fall from grace, 
other times to uh, betray, to show caring and love, to be the best and worst that they can be. And that, just like in life, I guess, we're here not to find out how it ends. We all know how it ends. We're here to find out what happens before that. And so tonight, they are a sorority brothers and sisters or fraternity brothers and sisters. I'm not, I was never in a fraternity or a sorority, so I'm not entirely certain how that works. But they're going to be in a sorority or a fraternity. And uh, this fraternity uh, has decided to go off to a corn maze for this Halloween season as a mixer. You know, all good fun, right? Surely nothing bad can happen. But yes, bad things will happen. But before we get to that point, um, we've got to make some characters. So everybody should have at least five index cards. There we go. These index cards are going to be our primary means of making your lives better during the course of this game. So um, for our characters, the first thing that we need to do in 10 Candles is create our traits. And the first couple of traits that we're going to make are going to be virtues and vices. So take one of your um, one of your index cards and write virtue on it at the top. Ooh, way, wow, that's really coming through there. That's you can totally not see that I wrote virtue on mine. <laughs> I used a pen this time. I don't actually know if it's. Oh, there we go. Is it backwards Great. on the stream? No, I'm I'm reversed. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're you're. That's how that works. Yeah, <laughs> it's all fine. Okay, now, all right. So really, uh, to um, take one of your index cards and draw a circle uh, in the middle of it. This is a different one, not the virtue one. Put me at the top because, hey, that's that's where I should be, right there at the top. And then going clockwise around the circle, put Jesse in there somewhere, and then Sharon, and then Isaac, so that you all circle the table. This is us sitting around our table. And for people watching our stream, uh, they can actually see us sort of sitting around the table that is our candle cam. Oh. I nearly forgot. When we start doing character creation, we're supposed we start to light candles. candles. We light three candles to start. I want to light some too. Yeah. And go ahead. Feel free. Just don't burn down your house. No promises. <laughs> okay. So now that we know where we are in the circle and we have a couple of candles lit, virtues. Characters need something virtuous about them, some trait that they have that is good, that solves more problems than it, they cause. So virtues can be anything, but they, you should just write them down as one word as to what this virtue is. And it should be kind of general so that if you, you can use it in a lot of different situations. So if you say is a really good baker, then <laughs> that's kind of limited. But Very if you say, but if you say is creative, then that has more options, things that can be used in more situations. Now, I will tell you uh, here as you're thinking about these that these traits are going to be burned as we go along. 
quite literally burned. If you don't want to burn your own, I have here a um, a fireproof bowl in which I will set alight a representation of your card as it burns. And when it burns, you will be able to re-roll dice. So 10 candles is played with a number of six-sided dice. Disembody my hand here, and um, we've got some dice. So for you all, uh, the dice that are over here to the right of the can of the uh, dice cam, those are how many dice you will have available to you to roll at any given moment. Cool. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. Um, while if there are dice over here on this side, on the left side, then that is how many dice I have to roll at the same time as we attempt to vie for control of the narrative. So early on, you will have far more dice. You will be able to tell the story as we're going along. This is a collaborative storytelling game. But as the game progresses, I will have more and more, and you will have fewer and fewer, and the control of the narrative will be mine. And I am an uncaring universe. Ain't that the truth? That needs to. That's your next T-shirt. Yeah, there right you there. go. I'm an uncaring universe. <laughs> uh, there's that. Now, when we roll dice in ten candles, a six is a success. Now, any six is a success. But if I am also rolling dice, we compare our sixes. If I get more sixes than you, then I have narrative control. You will still succeed at whatever you are doing, but I get to say how it goes. While if you have more sixes than me, then you get narrative control. Oh. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. I am the uncaring universe. Yes. That's uh-huh. the next, that's the or, next t-shirt. <laughs> or perhaps the caring universe, as the case <laughs> might be. <laughs> so here's the thing. Any ones that you roll... Let's say, for whatever reason, you're rolling uh, five dice. Oh, look, I've got got one six and one one in this. So in this case, it's a success if you had rolled it. Um, But this this one goes away. It's no longer going to be available to you to use to roll in that... Oh, goodness. (laughs) In that scene. (laughs) And you won't get it back until the next candle burns out. But if you roll a bunch of ones and you really don't want to lose them, you can burn your virtue, for instance, or your vice, or one of the other cards that we have available to us, and you can re-roll some of your dice. In the case of virtues and vices, you can re-roll any ones that you rolled and just see what happens. So that's a good thing, right? Yeah, that's good. Okay, so uh, let's see. So virtues, hopefully you have come up with some. Now, uh, let's do vices. Take another uh, index card and write vice at the top of it. And the vice is something that causes more problems than it solves. Something that is going to be troublesome for the party, for the group, whenever it comes up. This also should be somewhat general because you can use it to burn it in a situation in order to re-roll your ones, but you just have to bring your vice into that scene in some way. So a vice could be 
anything from easily enraged to, um, I mean, too specific would probably be doesn't like squirrels. Uh, (laughs) So you really want to make it something general, something that you could be using. So be thinking about that and go ahead and write that down. Now, you only write one vice, one virtue, just one overall descriptive you can use. One word or, you know, a short Short phrase. Words, if you must. Uh, But yes, just one. Hate squirrels is an option, (laughs) but not very useful. Hates corn. How about that? Oh, that would be (laughs) that. That could actually be uh, actually phobic might be a good one. Um, If you wanted to go that route, that makes it more general. Also problematic. (laughs) Okay. You have your virtues and your vices. Yes. Yep. Okay. Now, Sharon and Jesse have played 10 candles before, so they know what happens next. But Isaac hasn't. Isaac, this is his first time playing 10 candles. So what you do is you pass your virtue to your right. So on our table, to the right is going to be, I have to look at this, um, Isaac's, Isaac, what you wrote for your virtue there, that's going to go to Sharon's character. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And what Sharon wrote is going to go to Jesse's character. And what Jesse wrote is going to go to Isaac's character. Guess what? The vice that you wrote is going to go the other direction. So the vice that Isaac wrote is going to go to Jesse. Jesse's vice is going to go to Sharon. Sharon's is going to go to Isaac. Now, these aren't secret necessarily, um, but they can be. Uh, What do you guys think? Should we let our um, audience in on what our virtues and vices are? I'd say it'd be it'd be interesting to at least give them an idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I think we need to get a feel for what these characters are going to be like, too. So we have another one coming up here in a bit that's going to be secret. But uh, so I think the virtues and vices we can we can share. So. Isaac, you wrote down a virtue that's going to go to Sharon's character. So what is the virtue that Sharon's character is going to have? Her virtue is going to be team player. Oh, nice. Okay. I have notes somewhere. Let me me write them down. Okay. What about Sharon? What did you write? And what will Jesse's character be virtuous about? Jesse's character is generous. Hmm. Interesting. Is that what you wrote? Or is that just you being you thinking that generous is interesting? Uh, no, the generous is interesting. <laughs> what I wrote, what I wrote for the virtue was solutionist. Ooh, solutionist. You even yeah, made up a word. Solver. I like that. The problem solver. You're a proper Shakespeare. That's what you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. All right, let's do uh, vices. Jesse, what did you give um, Isaac's character? Oh, I'm giving this to Isaac. I thought I was giving this one to Sharon. Oh no, you're right. Sorry, you are correct. Okay, I've already. Um, I'm already screwing the game up. My, mine's going all good. Up Isaac. <laughs> all good. Um, the vice I wrote down was uh, noisy. Noisy. Okay. Noisy. noisy. Sharon, what's Isaac get? Isaac gets paranoid. Mm-hmm. Oh joy! I'm a paranoid solutionist. <laughs> and, one, and once again, I am the mad scientist. You're the tinfoil hat guy. And oh, Isaac, what does Jesse get? Uh, oh, Jesse Isaac would give it to be... you. No, the vice goes to you. Oh, okay. Patrick's not not doesn't have a character. 
I don't have a character. There's a thing that I get here in a minute, but that's not it. So uh, Jesse's vice will be never say die. Ooh. They will not want to let any characters die. Never give up. Is that a vice? Never surrender. Seeing as this is a mm. horror game, not yeah. leaving oh. <laughs> someone behind and putting yourself or others right. in danger. Hmm. Overprotective. Okay. A very, a very overprotective. overprotective. I like, I like overprotective. Yep, that's a better one. It encompasses that, but then still makes it a a bit more of a negative than mm-hmm. than what we had. Okay, great, awesome. Okay, well now you kind of have an idea here of your traits of two of your traits. We've got a couple more coming up, but before we get to those, um, we need to create your character concept. So on the back of the index card on which you wrote uh, the the um, the table the way that we look on the, um, you know, sitting around the table, uh, write your character concept. So this is going to be, you know, uh, what's your name? What do you look like? Um, what do you do? Concept. Are you in a fraternity or a sorority? By the way, our uh, fraternity for tonight's game is Alpha Sigma Rho, and our sorority is Delta Alpha Kappa. Delta. Sojourners out there in the dark, in the night, if you wish to do a little bit of trivia hunting, um, you can look up those sororities and fraternities and find out what horror movies they were in. While they are coming up with their character concepts, I will tell you about the module, what we call this particular setup, because it is Halloween season and our players, characters, sororities and fraternities Delta Alpha Kappa and Alpha Sigma Rho, respectively, have decided to have their Halloween mixer at the Sauve Island Corn Maze in Portland, Oregon. Sauve Island is on the Columbia River, just north of Portland, Oregon proper. It is isolated, has only one bridge, and is known in the fall as the place to go for pumpkin spice and pumpkins, produce, and corn mazes. This year, several of the locals have combined their properties to make what is being advertised as the largest haunted corn maze in the world. They have even invited Dr. Brimstone's Menagerie and Circus to be part of the entertainment. There will be fire dancers, magicians, strange beasts, stage shows, hayrides, and of course, the scares of the corn maze itself. But this Halloween... Something else prowls among the stalks, something that keeps to the shadows, something that this year won't let anyone leave the corn maze alive. Now, Sojourners, listeners, uh, Ten Candles, the core game, has at its um, basic premise the idea that 10 days ago, the world went dark and no one knows why. But a few days after that, something started hunting in the dark. And so it's generally a survival game with the characters already knowing that there's bad things happening out in the world. Uh, here on the Gothic Podcast, we've never liked to play a tabletop role-playing game the way that it was designed to be played. <laughs> and so... Wait till we get to the phrase, Isaac. We, <laughs> we get... Oh, yeah. <laughs> We do a few things a little differently around here. So this time we have this, uh, this setup. This is our, our setup. 
a night of horror. And well, that setup may change a few ideas that the um, that the players come up with. So, what do you think? What do you got? What's your what are your characters look like so far? Uh, Isaac, you want to start? Uh, I'd love to. Uh, I'm playing Reggie Miller, aka Jitters. <laughs> so, uh, Reggie is a lanky, uh, tall, pale kid. Um, I guess college student um so he's got kind of sh- shaggier mid-length uh brown hair um deep deep sh- uh shadows under his eyes and just always looks scruffy and always has in his hand this massive thermos full of the strongest coffee aka aka jitters um <laughs> he 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 uh Jaren, it's you fu- <laughs> hey listen <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, Isaac. No, um, uh, he's part of the fraternity. He's a legacy. Um, uh, he's he's his dad is a financer, and he went that same route, but he went full crypto, and so he spends all his nocturnal hours awake mining crypto and researching conspiracies. Nice. Okay, Sharon, who do you have for us tonight? Hey guys, I'm Iris Van Duzer. I belong to Delta Alpha Kappa, and I am also a, a short stick defensive midi on the lacrosse team. Um, so I'm here just to have a good time and make sure everyone feels included. So um, yeah, Iris, the other thing about her is that she's a magpie. She's just got all these uh, bangles and jewelry and bright colors, and um, she dresses very loudly as well as speaking very loudly. Okay. Nice. Jesse? Yeah. Hi. My name is Gage Alder. Um, I have short blonde hair, brown eyes, definitely a frat boy, a little on the athletic side, average height, reserved normally, but when I do speak, it it has meaning. I come across with, with profound um, insight. I love taking care of people, and I'm here to um, study social reform. Okay. All right. Um, last question on the on the on your character look and concept. So you're here at the corn maze tonight. Uh, did you dress up in costume? Are you wearing regular clothes? Uh, what's the uh, what's the story there? What's the sitch? Uh, yeah, I think Iris is the Harley Quinn, specifically from Birds of Prey. Nice. Okay. With the sleeves, with the the shaggy gold sleeves. That one. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, Jesse, what about uh, um, Gage? Did, did you um, say it was Gage? Gage. Gage, yeah. Gage, uh, I mean, it said costumes encouraged. So, of course, I'm going to be wearing a costume. Um, and I go with, uh, I, I go a little um, off kilter with how everybody else is dressed because I come in like this really nice, um, like stage quality Ben Franklin costume. <laughs> Got my little kite and everything. Is it on a wire so you can like make it fly around yeah. in people's faces and stuff? <laughs> so I am having a serious disconnect here between kind of athletic, obvious frat boy dressed as Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he right? Can, he can do a pillow in the front for the for the belly. <laughs> All right. And Isaac, what's uh, what's Reggie doing? Uh Jitters, Jitters loves Halloween but hates to be enthused about anything. So he's wearing uh, his skeleton hoodie and just like some very basic uh, face paint. Nice. 
Uh, hood is definitely up. Mm-hmm. Does the hood do that thing where it zips all the way and there's a skull in either half of the hood? And so if you zip it all the way to the top, it looks like a skull. Yes, but he hasn't zipped it all the way to the top. But the, uh, the option is there. Nice. All right. Very good. It is time to light some more candles. Light them. Wow. That was quite a flame. <laughs> <laughs> is the uh, brightness on the candle cam always this bright? We'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I have, I'm uh, having a hard t- time making them out, but uh, maybe that's always the case until they burn down a little bit. I'll see if I can uh, adjust a, a little bit uh, during our first break. Okay. Our first break will be uh, Sojourners um, after the character creation here, uh, and then we'll get going. And then our next official break will be after the fifth candle burns out, because Candles will burn out as we play, whether because I keep talking here at the introduction and they burn down, or because I open a door on a break and they blow out, <laughs> or, because, um, or because of bad rolls. When you roll no sixes whatsoever and don't have anything you can do about it, in which case bad things happen, narrative control goes to me, and well... The plot progresses. <laughs> but here now with our next set of candles lit, um, we get to do our moment. Oh, yeah. Moment so card. all characters have a moment, a, a chance where they will gain hope in this night of utter darkness, in this night of evil and death and blood. By the way, uh, listeners. Uh, the Gothic Podcast is a game uh, is a podcast of horror and humor. Um, therefore, our material may not be suitable for all viewers. Please be warned. <laughs> yeah, Sharon and I both like to cuss. Yay! I can say <laughs> curse words. Okay. Well, we're kind of limited because on Twitch, I was going to say a, on Twitch, yeah, we got to keep it mellow. Limitation on actual curse words. Yeah, <laughs> poop hack darn. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh, That's heck. acceptable, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Golly gee. Ooh, ooh, I really hope so. Gosh darn. Okay. Well, while you are bantering, the candles burn. Yeah. Mm, very so, true. Mm. The moment is a just a moment of hope. And so right on and this will be yours. This is for your character. It's not going to another one. But write down on another index card. I will find hope when, and then that is going to be followed by a phrase, when something happens. Now, this should be something that can happen at some point during a game that involves a corn maze on an island with a carnival and, you know, all those things that are involved with that. So it might be when I escape a monster or when I overcome a fear or when I find my friend or when I kill a bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, but it should be something achievable, not like uh, when I graduate college, because that's not going to come up during this. And in fact, just to be clear, your characters are never going to graduate college. <laughs> so I will find hope when. Also, there should be some chance of failure of this thing. So you can't write, I will find hope when I see corn. (laughs) 
<laughs> Although I might make you roll for that. And then if you um, don't roll well enough, <laughs> I might make you a blind character. I don't know. Although that's actually a vice. So in any case, do with it as you will. Iris will find hope when she finds a shiny thing to add to her costume. <laughs> I, I definitely know that Jitters has, like, knowing that Iris is there, has tucked away every, like, pocket chain. Um, oh, absolutely. Every, every, every Hot Topic bangle that he possibly has has been put and secured. <laughs> you know, I love that neon um, uh, key lanyard of yours. <laughs> That. <laughs> I'm going to put that away. <laughs> okay. Do you have them? Mm-hmm. Burn them. All right. Yeah. <laughs> now, the interesting thing about moments Burn them are <laughs> you must declare that you're going to try for your moment before we roll, but a roll must be upcoming. So I might say, all right, well, you know, we're in a really tight spot here. Um, with this corn all around, and you might go, oh, well, I want to try to, I'm going to make this roll, but I want to try for my moment here. And we should all be helping one another toward their moments, especially as we'll come up, uh, find out later when those moments are on top of the stack, which is not something that Isaac will understand what means yet, and perhaps not you either, dear sojourners out there in the dark. But we need to, you know, we're trying to make each other shine here. Our characters uh, have their time in the sun or in the moonlight in this case. So, um, Isaac, what is Reggie's moment? What's he what's he hunting uh, for? What's he hoping for? Jitter's moment will be when he finds out, when he discovers more about the mystery. More about what? More about the, the mystery or situation. Whenever he finds okay. a clue leading him deeper. Okay, excellent. And how about Gage, Jesse? Gage, all right. Um, Gage will find his hope when he is put in a dangerous situation that he can't get out of, and others help him instead of him helping Uh, others. It's like, I'm not the only one that cares. Interesting. When he's helped by Yeah. Okay. I like that. And Sharon, Iris? Iris is, uh, I will find hope. When against all odds, I get myself or a teammate back up to keep fighting. So it's perfect. Funny. Mm-hmm. We will. We will both have our moment. Yeah. Maybe. So Maybe. the way moments, the way moments work are you um, you decide to burn it before a a roll. Now that you then burn it. So either you're going to succeed or you're going to fail. If you succeed, i.e., get at least one six on your roll. Then you you get you make it you get your hope you're you're you succeed in that moment you get to narrate that because it's your moment this is your big thing for this entire yeah. game but you also get a hope die so I've asked all of our uh, players to have with them um, ten six sided dice that's how many dice we use in the game uh, but also one more of a different color and that is your hope die. If you burn your, if you get to your moment and you succeed, you get to add that to whatever dice you're rolling and it will uh, not only succeed on a six, it will succeed on a five or a six and it doesn't go away if you roll a one. So how's that sound? It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, I mean. It's the good die. It's the good die. It's the, it's the and only now, good die. 
the only good die, yeah. More candles are being lit. We light more candles. Oh, goodness. With my flamethrower that I Yeah, that thing's (laughs) Yeah, that's a light. I know, those things are great. Mine is a good flame on that one, too. Try not to burn Mm -hmm. my hair off. Mine's a... I have an E-lighter. Kids, please be careful with fire. (laughs) All right. Yes, Only one candle left to light. Please leave the flame with fire for the adults. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, technically we have to do this here tonight, so <laughs> oh you you meant us. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh one more. There should have you should have one more index card. He's a magician. He's magic. How did you know? Oh, how do you know? <laughs> Is this your okay. card? <laughs> Is this your virtue? <laughs> Is this your virtue? <laughs> okay. So on this last card. Write Brink at the top. Now, don't write anything else on this one because this is a card that goes to someone else. So in the chat of our um, of our audio app here that we're using, Zoom in this case, they're not sponsoring us, but I'll say their name anyway. Uh, go ahead and do a direct message to the person to your left. This includes me. So... Um, so Isaac, that means you're going to be doing this thing for me. So you'll be sending me a message in the uh, chat. I will be doing one for, uh, Gage. Uh, Jesse will be doing one for Iris and Iris will be doing one for Jitters. Now the brink is, well, the brink is bad. It is what is left when there's nothing left of you? It is you at your worst. It is um, perhaps your secret hated self, or um, maybe it's maybe it's an embraced self. But in any case, it's it's not good. But you know how those worst parts of ourselves could still be useful in times of dire need. So the brink is what you will have left when everything else burns away. And this game quite literally burns away. And when you get to your brink, when you roll dice, you will be able to re-roll your entire set of dice, no matter what came up. If you get at least one six, you don't burn your brink. You keep your hope die if you have one, and you keep playing. If, however, you fail, you burn your brink. You lose your hope die if you have one. And, well, you have very little left of yourself at that point. Now, we get to come up with the brinks for each other's characters. I will make one for um, Jesse's gauge. But Isaac, um, as has been noted, I don't have a character. Oh, but wait, I do. <laughs> the uncaring universe. I uncaring you universe. have. Well, now I got to retype my brink. <laughs> but I, I am the monster or monsters. Um, and so what we all write down on our sheet of paper, in this case, the chat room, is I have seen you and then you fill in the blank. Now, Isaac, you get to write down something. You get to write down what you have seen them do, the creatures, the monsters. You've seen them. Maybe it was outside the window on the drive here. Maybe it's something you saw 
while you are here uh, getting ready to enter the corn maze. Um, maybe, maybe you reached this. I don't know, but you get to write down, I have seen them do something. Now, you can only give them strengths, characteristics, um, things like that. You cannot give them a weakness. Their only weakness is the light in Ten Candles. When the dark comes, then they win. So now I have to figure out how cruel I want to be in, in dictating what crazy power I might give this monster. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, it could be something as simple as you have seen them running in the moonlight or um, <laughs> you, um, I don't want to give you, I don't want to give you too many hints because maybe you were already thinking of some of these, but um, yeah. So, but yeah. So the interesting thing about 10 candles is I don't really know what the monster is going to be until right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have to think of something for gauge. Hmm. Also, these are secret, so don't tell anybody else at the table. However, because you have written, I have seen, that means your character has seen this other character do this thing. So it should be relatively brief, kind of general, but then you can go into detail on the exact thing. So you might, you might write, I have seen Iris um, kill. <laughs> I'm going to give one that you're. Un, I'm going to give you one that is unlikely to be used for the character, <laughs> but then you would also write where you saw this, what you saw. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so it's like I, I have just... seen you blank. More detail. Yeah. So I have seen you blank, and then drop down, you know, and then go into more detail. Okay. Well, now all so, I can think is Iris. Uh, all I can think of is Iris decking someone so hard in the cross. <laughs> That it just ends their whole career in a very literal it's, sense. That's just lacrosse, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't use stretchers. We use we use body bags. <laughs> All right, let's see. Ah, uh, Gage. What have they seen Gage do? Because here again, is this are these creatures that exist outside of uh, Salve Island? Are they are they just here? Have they seen Gage do something here? Hmm. Uh, all right. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right, sojourners. Well, we have our virtues. We have our vices. We have our moments and our brinks. There's only a couple of things left to do before character creation is over, and we can actually start this game. Woo! The Woo! first of these things is we need to arrange our stacks. So you have, so you should um, have written your vice and your virtue down on your index card that says virtue or vice. Your moment should be on a separate index card as well. Your brink should be on an index card too. The brink needs to go at the bottom of this stack. If we were playing in person, we would turn it upside down so that nobody else could see it. But well, we don't have to worry about that. However, the virtue, the vice, and the moment can go in any order on top of that. Do you think your moment will come early in the game? Well, maybe you want to put it at the top or second from the top. Do you think it might be not, you know, it's not going to be something that's going to happen until later? Um, well, you might want to save it for later. Keep in mind, it becomes pretty difficult to get the moment done if everybody's moment is coming up at the same time. So uh, the game encourages 
us not to um, all have our moments at the top, you know, not trying for your hope die, even though right that's away. the, you know, mechanically, that's the best time to try for it because you're going to have more dice at the beginning of the game. As each candle burns out, you lose a die out of your pool. And I get it. So, well, that just seems unfair. (laughs) (laughs) So, the longer you wait, then the less chance you're going to have of actually getting your moment as a success. But uh, again, shouldn't all have it at the beginning. So, is there anybody who thinks that their moment is um, one that would come pretty early on that does want to put it at the beginning? Because it doesn't hurt to have somebody at the beginning. Yeah. Mine arguably could, but it would require that somebody already be in a state where they felt like they couldn't get up and keep going on, you know? So I think Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily accurate for me. Okay. What about, um, what about Gage being helped by somebody else? You think that's going to happen pretty early? Or if you're talking, Jesse, uh, you're muted. Yeah, I'm talking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. That's kind of a tough one because with his vice he kind of throws caution to the wind to ensure the um protection of others first and almost puts himself in danger so it's a possibility okay and what about um what about jitters uh, jitters, uh learning more I, about the mystery i think jitters would probably be pretty close to the top as figuring out like oh there's bad stuff here i think would consider mm-hmm. i find hope when finding out more about the mystery finding out that there is a mystery that seems like the most likely candidate for being at the top of a stack. Yeah. But you don't have to put it there if you want to put it lower down, because, you know, until you think you can use it, well, you can't use any of the cards below it. So you can't burn your virtue or your vice until that is the card that is exposed on top of your stack. It is, it so is make- a hard choice, but I do <laughs> think this one will probably be the best to go first. So, all right. So make your stacks. And then only one last thing before we go to our first break. We need to know what you have on you. It's what your characters oh, yeah. have in their it's what your oh. characters have in their pockets. And that's that's it. It's what you got in your pockets. They're not gonna let you go in with a backpack or anything. So yeah. Do I have to Okay. All right. I'm Wait torn because I, I think Iris is a natural, like, you know, one of those people who'll pull like a gazillion things out of her pockets. But <laughs> this costume doesn't allow a lot of pocket room necessarily. But a Harley Quinn uh, uh, costume not having a lot of room for pockets? What? Oh, yeah. What are the odds? Those little shorts. <laughs> I guess I could okay. have a little, um, like a small purse or something that wouldn't be out of character. See, I just have the thought of like all of it is like all the stuff that's in the pockets is now in the brassiere and it's not like throwing, kind of throwing yeah. everything off. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yes. No, this is true. <laughs> it's all in the uh I, I unzip the sparkly woolly top and just like all this MacGyver shit falls out. <laughs> <laughs> like is that like a right. full like a full also, like, medical kit? Also yeah, I would and, like and to remind I would like to remind everybody that um, you know, we are again both ally and adversary. <laughs> yeah. Advocate and <laughs> and uh, an adversary of our characters. So, um, okay. yeah, make your list of things that you have. Um, you know, shouldn't be a whole lot of things. Other than costume items. Yes, costume yeah. items. And then we are going to go to a break. Now, when we come back from the break, I'm going to introduce the module again. 
but um, your characters are going to have had a moment before they left for the evening to um, make a, um, I don't know, uh, uh, to make a TikTok or to um, write a letter or to write in their journals or to talk to one of their um, fraternity or sorority uh, brothers or sisters who isn't going to be going along, whatever it is, you're going to have a little speech about what you are looking forward to uh, for this night, what your hopes and um, aspirations are for the night. Maybe it's just to have some fun. Maybe it's to hook up. Maybe it's uh, to um, um, to prank somebody, whatever it is. Uh, it's not your moment. It's just you doing a, a reality TV show green room kind of thing. <laughs> so um, be thinking about that. And let's take about five minutes and uh, we will be back, Sojourners, in a few moments. And we're back from break. Hello again. The characters are now created, uh, but we need to do a little bit of a flashback. They spent some time before heading out tonight. And of course, they're perhaps excited about going out with their fraternity and sorority brothers and sisters to Save Island, to this corn maze. But, well, for whatever reason, before they do that, they have recorded, uploaded, written down a few, well, thoughts. So let's begin with Gage. No, I really can't come in tonight. I told you, I had planned this out months in advance. The, the frat was really giving us this chance to like host this really wonderful thing over at Savi Island. and. I'm a big part of that, and I I don't ask for much time off, and and I know we're short staffed, but I really got to get away tonight. I mean, we've got everything going on with Delta Alpha Kappa, and um, you know how some of them look, so you know. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it in, and I'm really sorry, but you know you can count on me any other time. Um, I'm just looking to have fun. I need to let go. Um, School's stressing me, and I'm doing my best I can at the job. So um, I'll see you tomorrow. Iris. Hi, Hilda. Where are you? Why aren't you answering your phone? First of all, I wanted to say that's super weird of you. Um, second of all, I just wanted to remind you, I did decide to go out to the corn maze with the guys. And I know uh, I'm probably going to stay out late. But it's it's just over on Savi Island, and so I just wanted you to know that it, it might be back late, and don't call my mom like you did last time, you weirdo, because I am going to come back. And um, also, I think I still have your um, your books. I think they're in my car, which I will have with me now that I think about it. So I'll return those to you um, tomorrow, okay? So don't freak out about it. Jitters. Good evening, Nighthawks. Uh, it's time for my uh, my daily check-in. As you all know, I've kind of been on the research side of, of, of the mysteries that 
plague this world. Um, but tonight I'm presented the lucky opportunity to go out to Savore Island. Um, as uh, anyone that's in the know knows, um, there's been a little bit of some stuff going on out there. And luckily I managed to uh, get some drone footage of the cornfield. And hmm, let's just say I'm moving from research into field analysis. I'll check back in with you later, Nighthawks. Uh, remember to uh, uh, follow, subscribe, and give me a thumbs up. Okay. Well, now our intrepid fraternity and sorority brothers and sisters have made their way to Salve Island and are at the entrance to the corn maze. The entrance area of the corn maze is awash with lights and activity. Floodlights illuminate the ticket booth, a juggler performing on a stage, a garishly painted enclosed wagon with the words, Dr. Brimstone's Traveling Menagerie and Circus on the side in gold, and the entrance to the corn maze itself, where the stalks rise up eight feet or more to either side of a black rectangle that marks the entrance. Ominously, next to the entrance is a sign with the words, no exit written on it in black. From within the maze comes the sound of a chainsaw revving and then screams of false fear. People all around are laughing. Above, a half moon sails through a spider web of clouds. We begin. What are you doing? Oh, my God. You guys, longest car ride ever. I'm going to hop on out of whatever vehicle we choose. I'm assuming we just carpooled. I'm like stretching ostentatiously. I've got my humorously large mallet that goes with my costume. And so I'm kind of like, I've got it over my head and I'm using it to like kind of help me stretch. I'm so excited to finally be outside. Oh, it smells like fall, you guys. This is the best. Come on, you guys. It's so cute. We should take a selfie in front of the maze. Absolutely not. Oh, God. (laughs) Come on. Uh, We have to. So many people. There's about to be a few more. I'm going to put my arm around him and guide him towards the front of the corn maze and try to take a selfie. Uh, There was presumably you came in a van, probably. They probably rented a van for this for the evening. How how many um, how many people were in this particular van? Probably probably about six, I would say. That sounds like a good even number. I was going to say a dozen. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of people. I mean, I I know. But, you know, it's a it's a fraternity and sorority mixer. I think it's uh, it'd be weird to just be the three of us. Oh, Jesse, you're muted. Sorry. <laughs> well, so, I mean, there could have been more than one van as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Twelve, well, 12 was, sounds like a better number. Gage Gage works. Gage works at the at the um, community center. So he gets to use the van there a lot anyway. So he just piled in a whole bunch of of. Um, both of the fraternity and the sorority in, and we pack that thing 10, 12 people easily. Can we uh, just real quick uh, change our Zoom names to our character names so that I can remember everyone's character names? Sure. <laughs> we can still talk while doing this, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. you're going to use the Argyle filter on that, aren't you? Uh, obviously. Actually, yeah. I'm joking. I don't really use the filters anymore. Instagram actually has a really cool like edit system that I found a couple years ago. No, seriously, look at this. You can change like the shadows and the highlights like apart from each other. It's really cool. Oh, that's actually that's really nice. I'm like I'm not even gonna lie. That's really nice. Could you send me um uh what's that app called? 
gonna it's check it out. It's called Instagram, and I'm so pleased <laughs> to introduce to it tonight because I can't believe that I am introducing you to a piece of technology. It's all good, Jitters. I don't know anything about all these new fangled apps either. Oh my god, oh. you guys! It's been out for like a million years. Iris, I very much know what Instagram is. You follow me. <laughs> oh my god, I do. You're right. It's just that your Instagram handle is so different than your handle everywhere else. Anyway. All right. Can we take the photo already so we can get it back in line? Yeah. Yeah. Come on to my other side, Gage. All right. One, two. And of course, I make a funny face, too. <laughs> so like No, no jitter, duck jitters, lips, though. Jitter's stoic mm. face. Just pure stoic face. Like oh, if come anything, on. Step, right like up, step right up. Just come right on down and step right up and you'll be able to see the wonders, the wonders of the world. The wonders of the world, you guys. We should go see. Do you think they have a bearded lady? I've always wanted to be best friends with a bearded lady. I'm not going to lie. I'm really hope. I'm really hoping for some pickled stuff. I want a brain in a jar. If I don't have a brain in a jar, I don't even know why I came. It's like, there's no other point. When you said pickle stuff, I thought you meant like actual pickles. And I got kind of excited. But then you said a brain in a jar. So mm-hmm. going to give that a we miss. We have elephant ears. Who wants an elephant ear? I'm buying. Mm, those kind of shed, you know, they're like really dusty. So I'm going to stick to not dusty powdered sugary things. Jitters. Ryan, anybody? No, I'm. Thanks for thanks for the offer. Hey, I, I, I wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, yeah, man, I wouldn't mind. Uh, elephant ear says Brian. Cool, Brian. All right, uh, I, uh, I, Brian, and I walk over and go grab a couple of elephant ears and maybe a soda. Hey, man, I, I've been, um, I meaning to, uh, meaning to talk to you, uh, Gage. Uh, you know, I, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, helping me out with my homework. Uh, I mean, I was really, I was really bombing uh, chemistry. Oh, no problem, Brian. Um, I just have I have my own issues with the mathematical side of chemistry. But, you know, it was good that I had a tutor in my day. So, you know, I I really enjoy helping others. out. Oh, yeah, man. I, I get it. Yeah. Tutor. And he does the air quotes thing. And he, she, he grins she and, he was, like, and he like uh, hits you with his elbow, you know, gets his elbow and hits you on the arm. You know, she was knowing, pretty nice. But she was also 20 years older than me. No, man, not your homework. Mine. I get it. Tutoring. I, I understand you don't want to you don't want to say with the others around, but, you know, everybody knows that you you help everybody out anyway. Right. Yeah. Yes, I do. And you know what? That's OK. Systems rigged anyway. And anything I can do to, to help everybody out. I'm, I'm in. Does everybody know that you have essentially done Brian's homework for him? Uh, are you, is this something uh, you want to keep secret? I, I don't, I don't, um, broadcast it, but okay. Brian may have. Well, let's have our first roll of the evening. Okay. All right. So in the dice cam, you can see how many dice you have available to you. You might have to count, but in this case, it's pretty easy. It's, it's 10. 10. Each time we start this, uh, start a scene, uh, you have the number of dice available to you as uh, many of those as there are candles lit. And despite how fast I opened my door, none of them blew out when I I was on break. And so you have 10 candles available to you. All right. Dice. I meant dice. Yes. Um, I do have a six. One six. Any ones? One six. Uh, No ones. Oh, all right. 
<laughs> All right. So um, tell me, tell me how this scene goes. This is your your narration. It's not a particularly traumatic scene or anything, but uh, you get to you get to narrate it. Yeah. For those that are really struggling, um, Brian, I, I always try and help them out. It's only been a couple of people in the past, and I'm glad I've gotten to know you and that I have been able to help you out. I mean, you have qualities of your own. Um, you're you're always there when I need help fixing a car or to um, ferry people across town. Um, so thank you, Brian. I, I do appreciate it. Oh, man. Sure. Yeah, whatever. No, that's nothing compared to, you know, you doing. It was a 20 page paper, man. I just I don't even know. I'm going to pay for everything for you tonight. Sounds awesome. I'm going to have uh, two elephant ears then. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to give gosh. it away to somebody else. Like okay. some, some kid that just was walking by or something. I'll just be like, I, I got an extra one. Do you want it? <laughs> is anybody going to do anything out here? This, this area is, I don't know if you've ever been to any of uh, any corn maze, haunted corn maze anywhere. Mm-hmm. But um, especially the ones on Salve Island, the, the front area before you actually enter the maze itself is this, like I said earlier, this brightly lit area. This um, there's all these. It's brightly lit, but yet somehow that uh, illuminates the darkness that's all around. But there's all these things going on. There's jugglers. There's um, there's a, a horror movie going on um, on a, a couple of screens uh, nearby. There's um, places to buy crafts and and all of that stuff. Are are you going to spend any time out here, or are you going to head into the uh, corn maze? Um, so I there's want m- to go look at the crafts, and I'm going to spend some time doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I figure, I mean, part of it is like checking out all the attractions as you're making your way inside, also, um, and just wanted to like look around. I, I imagine some of that will be set up um, for part of the line getting into the actual maze itself. Yeah, there is a line, so yeah, it would be useful for somebody to get into it. You do notice that um, they are limiting the number in each group to about five. So this being Dr. Brimstone's uh, carnival, is it like a, is it designed to be like a spooky Halloween carnival or is it just like any average fair? Well, um, you tell me, what does it look like? I'm deaf. I'm definitely picturing it is. It, they're probably another fair during the regular season or they, they get work elsewhere during the regular season because this is the Halloween fair. Uh, nothing but like pumpkins and crescent moons and black cats, it, purple and orange for days. It is <laughs> really Halloween. It's a really Halloween based carnival. Okay. All of the uh, creepy yeah, freaks. So, so it looks like the performers are all dressed up as, as different um characters uh the um the juggler is a you know the classic jester the uh mc um who comes out onto a stage and says step right in and you'll be able to see the uh fearsome mermaid captured from these very waters of the columbia river here that flow around this very island and uh, he is dressed as a, a mad scientist. He's got the uh, 
goggles on. He's fully uh, steampunked out, big goggles on. He's got the um, white uh, uh, lab coat that buttons all the way up, black boots and black um, neoprene gloves on. It kind of lenses where there's smaller lenses in front of them that like telescope out. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Jitters is all over that. All right, let's check it out. I so want to meet a mermaid, you guys. Let's go. I've been I've been looking into a few things, and it seems like there's variation in mermaids depending on which locations you get them from. I mean, there's like Amazonian mermaids, really, East Asiatic mermaids, uh, Pacific oh Pacific Ocean mermaid. Yeah, I mean, freshwater. The variations between freshwater mermaids and saltwater mermaids are in in incredible. Actually, that makes a lot of sense because, like, having to live in different biomes would, like, totally change their, uh, like, morphology, and they would need different adaptations to survive in different kinds of marine environments. So that totally makes sense. Exactly. Nobody ever thinks about that. And that's like, like, everybody yeah. thinks, like, mermaid and, and aerial and all that jazz. Um, but I so mean, are, like, like, tropical and reef mermaids, are they more colorful? Oh, my God, I bet they are. Do you think there's, like, uh, deep sea mermaids with, like, like anglerfish stuff? <laughs> yeah, they actually they like so there was a little expedition I read out in like the uh the coastline off of Sweden when they found it was like it, it was like a twenty foot twenty foot long like semi like like semi human torso and what I'm thinking I'm thinking blue whale mermaid. I, I've oh gone God, a little ahead guys. at this point. <laughs> that just blew my mind. Let's catch up, let's go see. Let's go see what a Pacific Northwest mermaid would look like. I want to see. All right, so you um, go up and you give, presumably, Dr. Brimstone your money, and you go into this um, this wagon, this enclosed uh, trailer, really, that the one that had Dr. Brimstone's traveling menagerie and carnival on the side. And you, um, you go in, and there are three rooms in here. And in the first one is a behind... Um, behind glass cases, but not behind like a glass wall, but on different levels of tables are all of these jars and these uh, boxes. And they all have strange things inside of them. There's, um, There's things that look like hearts and eyeballs and fetuses of strange creatures like two headed snakes or four-winged chickens. And then there is a, a box right before the, um, the curtained door that goes into the next uh, room. There is a box, and there is in gold leaf written on it, it says, if you dare reach inside, and there's a hole in the top of the box. I'm going to tap jitters with the butt of my humorously large mallet and be like, Jitters, I bet that's your brain, the brain that you wanted. I bet it's in there. You're not even allowed. You're not allowed to tease me like that, Iris. You you should put you should put your hand in there and see if it's a brain. Standing off to the side, I'm just like watching. I'm, I'm like waiting. I'm like, come on, please. Just I bet please. it is. I bet it is. Jitter, jitters, like I'm, he's a little apprehensive at first, but Do then it. like after Do like it. a minute, yeah, he walks over and puts his hand in the in the thing. All right, ten dice. Roll them. Oh no! Oh, shit. oh no! I, didn't realize this. <laughs> I just felt—I I just felt my stomach drop out. Oh goodness! <laughs> it's peeled grapes. Uh-huh. All right, uh, I got a six, but I also got a one. Oh, just one, one, one. Just one, one. 
Okay. Um, that one uh, goes away. So everybody now will only have nine dice to roll everybody? for the rest of this. Everybody? Yep. Yeah. Remember, Ooh. Ooh, no. I, been, I perhaps wasn't clear about this part, but we yeah. um, share a pool of dice. The only reason that you have separate ones are yep. because we're doing this by um, remotely. Different by locations. Digital. Yeah. But yeah, the oh, dice that he has in cool. his dice tray represent the amount that we are actually using. Oh, no. Um, but this is not a dice going away permanently, right? This is one that's going away until the end of the scene. Well, it goes away until the end of the scene. Of right. course, at the end of the scene, there's um, only nine. There'll be nine candles for the start of the next one. So you only have Oh, true. Dice. Okay. Oh, well. So uh, oh. essentially, this one is going away forever unless, of course, um, and I, I mean, we happen to know that Jitters does not have a virtue or vice at the top of uh, his stack. He has his moment. Uh, but if if you had a virtue or vice, you could burn that to re-roll that one if you wanted. Mechanically, that's a bit, you know, I mean, it's pretty early on. Yeah. So, yeah. We've still got 20 hours of this game left to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope not. I got works tomorrow. <laughs> Me too. I'm I'm on the East Coast. It's all, like it's already tomorrow today. <laughs> okay, but you did get a success. So that uh, and because I don't have any dice that I can be rolling right now, there's no way for me to tie you, which is the only way that I can gain narrative control, tie or beat you on sixes that I roll. So um, you reach in, um, describe to everybody else. I mean, describe this whole scene. It's yours. Do it. Uh, Jitters uh, reaches reaches in. Lurch his hand slowly, and um, he has his other hand on the box, and he slowly like takes his finger and kind of moves the cloth away so he can see inside. And as he does, he looks in and he sees that the the what it is is a bowl of uh, wet cornmeal, and so it's like this weird squishy grainy texture. And he looks back at the other two, and he grabs the box and sh- pushes his hand in more. He goes, "Oh, it's got me! Oh God, it's got me!" Yeah, and it's just freaking out. Awesome. Right. You know what that means, too, though? Oh, dear. Um, I mean, you're freaking out. So maybe it freaks everybody else out, too. I will say this is this is a this is supposed to be a joke. He is pranking the others. He's not actually freaking out. Right. Right. Yeah. Would you say, I mean, you had a full success here. So do you want them to feel that you're really freaking out or do you want to, um, you know, you want to like then go, ha, 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 it's just cornmeal. What about you? I definitely I definitely uh, want them to run over. Um, He he. He's, he looks pretty freaked out, and as they get close, he pulls his hand out, and it's just covered in this, like, yellow, grimy corn mush. It just looks like corn mud, and he reaches towards them, trying, like, going to wipe it on them. My God, Brian, not in my costume. <laughs> Brian freaks out and runs out the door again. <laughs> Ew, what is that? Not in my costume. Uh, so that just leaves the <laughs> three of you um, for the rest of the trailer here. Okay. Oh, Iris, this is not fun. Do you have any hand wipes on you? This is actually really nasty. You know, I, I let me check my, I only have my tiny costume purse, which I borrowed. I don't, let me see. I've got that big fancy, like, um, uh, pocket cloth that I pull <laughs> out from my Ben Franklin costume and like, there you go, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh, like, this reads like property of theater department. <laughs> no, no, no! You can't this still is, go through the laundry. This, this is my own costume. This is no theater department's costume. Age, <laughs> I have a lot of questions on why you now own a an old style handkerchief, but I'm not going to 
question it right now. And it's just like a reusable Kleenex. It's sustainable. <laughs> my my spats are like covered in mud at this point from walking <laughs> through that little bit before we even got to the corn maze. Yeah, they probably are. <laughs> <laughs> my pantyhose, like up to halfway up my calves, are just like you've got mud splatters. Dark yes, brown. A reusable Kleenex, Kleenex that requires doily edges. Yeah. Reusable stuff's got to be cute or else people won't actually use it. More rooms await. Yes. Let's go on, you guys. All right. Yeah, some more more patrons start coming in through the door and uh, and they're and the uh, as they do so, the curtain pulls back a little bit and there's this hand and it is this six fingered hand. Um, The back of the the hand is covered in a a uh, a brownish fur that's graying in spots and it pulls this uh this curtain back and then this hooded short hooded figure leans forward out of the darkness of the next room long nose sticking out of the out of the hood itself but you can't see anything else about them and they say Yes, it's time to come to the next room, isn't it? <laughs> My God, you guys, let's go. Uh, After Jitters, you. Jitters is like full on staring at uh, this woman's six fingers hands like, you're a polydactyl. That's so cool. Oh, this is cool. Dude, you yeah. can't just call people dinosaurs, okay? Yeah. I- Wait, that's not a dinosaur. Hold on. <laughs> I know it's that's- not. <laughs> Would that, you, would, would that be would that be like multiple pterodactyls fused together into one? <gasps> oh my god, a pterodactyl king! Uh, that'd be cool. But anyway, I, let's go see the mermaid. Yes, I'll add that to my notes for the science department. <laughs> you enter the next room, and there, indeed, um, it was dark. But you go through two curtains, so the the figure is between these two curtains, and they uh, pull the next one back after they let the one into the uh into the jar room um close they pull this one back and a greenish blue light illuminates the entire area and in fact one section off to your right the entire back wall of the trailer here is an aquarium and it's filled with water and inside is a creature it is not a beautiful young woman with a uh, neoprene tail in glittering, sparkly colors that Iris would be um, drawn to. It is a creature of the deep. It is a torso that is roughly humanoid, it's true, um, rippling with muscle, unable to be determined whether that is male or female. The head is alligator-like is tapered and the mouth filled with teeth it opens the jaws there are no eyes it is blind apparently and then the torso as it goes down uh, becomes this tail this um, mermaid-like tail what you imagine a mermaid-like tail to be uh, as far as the shape of the of the fin as it goes down to the long um, fin section, but that fin itself is split into two, uh, bifurcated. And this light comes from behind and below this creature in the aquarium so that the rest of the room is dark, cast in the shadow of this thing as it is uh, shaped across the wall. 
And the although this room, this chamber, and there does appear to be one more um, room beyond this one, or at least there is a, another curtain doorway. Um, this chamber is perhaps um, 10 feet and the aquarium fills that back area. And this thing nearly fills the aquarium. Oh my God. You guys, um, I didn't think. Yeah, I'm creeping closer. Uh, Me too. Jitters instantly like goes like inch like an inch from the tank and is just staring at this thing and then instantly like backs up and is like kind of like looking around the room a little bit nervously now um before you can back up very far and just as gage is getting up closer to the thing just slams its head into the glass right in front of you any damage to the glass? Um, I guess we need to find that out, Gage. Roll <laughs> nine dice. Uh, I had to ask. Dang it. All right. Um, <laughs> let's see. There's one six. There's two sixes and no yeah. ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Well, you get to narrate it. Does it break the glass? Um, no. Um, and Okay. It's one of those things where at first Gage gives that jump back because obviously it wasn't expected. Um, mm-hmm. But seeing that it really is in, I don't know what it is or if that's meant to be part of the show. Um, but Gage is interested in, and wants to engage more. Um, after the initial scare, slowly creeps back towards the uh, aquarium glass and just uh, rests his hands on it. And um, just what kind of with that look like uh, sympathy. Hmm. All right. What does the mermaid do? The thing in the tank, um, after initially attempting a futile, what seemed like escape, just since it can't really see me, I imagine it kind of rubs up against the edge of the tank and like stops and hovers. Like it feels the warmth of my hand on the edge of the tank and just leans against it. And then like, quickly swishes back into the far corner of the tank. All right. Uh, what are the rest of you doing while um, Gage is engaged with the uh, mermaid? Uh, Iris, mermaid definitely... to Vegas, y'all. <laughs> Iris definitely was, you know, startled when it smashed its head into the glass, but seeing Gage interact this way with the mermaid would be slowly creeping closer. She is also really interested in uh, getting a closer look at this thing. And uh, so by the time it flickers away uh, back to the far corner, in as much as it can, it being, you know, quite a large part of the tank, she's like, Gage, I think you made a friend. Also, how did it know we were here? Um, even though it, it doesn't, doesn't have eyes. Yeah, even though it doesn't seem to have eyes, I think it senses um, many, many different in the atmosphere. Many, yeah, many different fish and aquatic mammalian use um, electrical, electrical uh, pulses to ga- gauge where they are. Um, and where you hear a there. scream from the room behind you, one of those <laughs> oh screams, and then a hand comes out of the curtain that goes to the next chamber, and it pulls it aside. It is a six-fingered hand. On the back of the hand is dark fur streaked with gray, and then you see a figure there, hooded, and with a long nose that sticks out beyond the. A hood 
And they say, time to leave the mermaid, my children. Come into this next room. See one more wonder before it's too late. Limited time wonder, guys. We gotta go. I, I linger as everybody starts to filter to the next room. Like, yeah, no, can we like, like taking slow after? steps? Yeah. Like, close to the tank and just kind of like keeping an eye on the mer thing um, in the um, tank and just to see what it's doing. Uh, Jitters wants to like, like, like stealthily take his camera out and try and like without flash snap a few photos of nope. this thing. I, I, I see Jitters doing that. I'm like, no, man. This uh, isn't the place jitters, for that. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> uh, Everything's uh, okay. I got one six, but I also got a one. Okay. Oh, um, so you get to narrate this. Um, now. So Gage I can try does, and block you, but it's up to you. Gage does say that and, and tries to block you, but you get to narrate the scene. Now, again, it doesn't always have to go your way. Uh, that's true. So, I mean, he might succeed, he might not, but it is up to you to um, to make the call. Yeah, uh, Gage definitely blocks Jitters. Um, they've been in the frat together for a little while. He knows that Jitters kind of does this inappropriate stuff and is not, he's, Jitters isn't like uh, super stealthy by any means. So yeah, Gage just blocks him and he, Gage, just like, come on, they, there's no photography, no, no, no photo right. signs. Just for think, like, think about how upset you get when other people spoil a movie for you. Don't you want no people to come in pictures, here with like, my children? No pictures in see? here. None of that Insta Twitch for you. <laughs> Let's just go on. Come on. And I and I start to usher him out if he follows. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah. Let's go. So the figure you move into the space between the uh, rooms and they let the one curtain fall. And you're suddenly in absolute and utter blackness. But then they open the next one. And it's still very, very, very black and dark. You can see the small, very dim, much dimmer than they should be, probably red lights of an exit sign across another 10-foot space. All right. Off you go. Girl, I gotta introduce you to TikTok later. I think you would make some really sweet videos, and I would love to see you on it. Uh, Iris, Iris, I, I gotta, I gotta use the little boys' room. Yeah, let's let's head out. Okay, all right, okay. As you are halfway across the room, it explodes into red light, but red strobing light. There were signs outside that said that. Certain <laughs> elements might induce epileptic attacks. Uh, anyone have that issue of a vice, perhaps, or maybe a virtue? That would be an interesting vice. I wish I would be an interesting that. virtue. Yeah. It would be an interesting <laughs> virtue. I have epilepsy. It helps me a lot. <laughs> nope. And in that, there are not, well, creatures, yes, but you see cages around. Um, you see something that looks uh, monkey-like, but distorted and multi-limbed. You see something that looks like a snake, but yet its coils are such that it, it stands almost bipedal. You see something that is a horror of faces. 
And between all of it, somewhat out of place are hay bales <laughs> with jack-o'-lanterns on them and scarecrows, um, you know, kind of flopped haphazardly around as partial decorations. And um, you, of course, your instincts are to run across the room, but do you try to fight those instincts at all? Or what, what, do, you, what do you all do here? Gage actually definitely goes into a more protective stance, um, trying to put himself between these snake whatevers. They're I think it's cages, illusion, right? guys, but just be careful. They're, um, in, they're in cages, right? I thought yes. I heard you say cages. Okay, just checking. They are and then cages. the scarecrows stand up and start moving toward you. Oh, now I take a defensive posture with my mallet, which is, uh, it's a foam head, but it's over my lacrosse stick, so I know it very well. Uh, this is, this is kind of great, because um, honestly, um, I didn't expect to feel like this until we were in the, actually in the maze, so <laughs> yeah, bravo, same, right? <laughs> I'm like giving props to whoever put this together, because this is great. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, um, creepy animals, good, good stuff. Iris, you haven't rolled for a while. Roll nine uh-huh. to see if you hold it together here. I'm sorry. It's not nine anymore, is it? It's eight. Is it? Oh, duh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why it is. is. We had we had another roll with uh, one six and one one, and a one always removes a dice from your die pool. I'm I sorry, thought that was guys. only the one time. No, I yeah, no, it was, it was twice. It was Isaac I twice. Have... Oh, jeez. <laughs> I know, right? I'm not paying attention. So many dice in my hands. Okay, I have one six and two ones. Ooh, oh no. <laughs> um, do you wish to try to save those ones, or do you are you okay letting them go? Where are we burning? You know what? Card? No one's burned anything yet. Let's do that. I'm That's awfully try. early. Yeah, but this is a long game. <laughs> the last time I played this game, I only got to burn one card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what is to- what is on the top of your um, stack? It's my vice, which is noisy. Oh, Actually, nice. that's because you have to tie it in, right? Hmm. Yeah, Hold it's on. Not, it, it, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be direct, but you need to include it in some way. So first of all, let us burn your vice. Are you burning your own things? Or? Yes, I have all right, things that it. I can burn. Whoops. Okay, there we go. I have to do it too, just in case it puts out a candle. That was a large flame. I hope my smoke detector doesn't go off. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That was a bad decision. Yeah, don't blow into the bowl. Yeah, that was dumb. That was dumb, guys. That was bad. It's Check okay. Check yourself I'm real okay. quick. Yeah, it yeah, needs no, to be a fireproof bowl and don't blow into the bowl. I already patted one out. Uh, roll eight, or, um, yeah, roll six dice to see how the blowing into the bowl goes for you. <laughs> um, all right, so you get to re-roll those two ones. And re-roll bo- uh, both ones, right? Yes. I got another one. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, that one will still go away then. But you saved the other one. Yeah. And you did say you got sixes, yes? Yeah, I got one six in the previous okay. roll. No, that's good. Yeah, describe the scene here. Um, now, I will add an element to the scene. Uh, uh, underneath the exit sign, a six-fingered hand, furred, comes out from the curtain and pulls it aside and says, quickly, my dears, quickly. You must flee. Yeah, I'll get my, you know, my team voice on. So, like, it's really, like, I'm projecting. And I'm like, all right, guys, we're going to head to the right of this scarecrow. And we're going to head along that 
no, wait, this is to hold it together, right? So I'm freaking out because <laughs> I failed at it, right? No, no, you succeeded. You got to say, no, I succeeded at it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm you, getting... you can freak out if you want. It's your narrative <laughs> is the key here. You get to describe the scene. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm going, yeah, we're going to head to the right of this scarecrow. And you see, he's going to leave an opening right there. You guys just, I shove jitters and I'm like, uh, I've got my humorously large mallet and I'm going to, um, head to the other side of the scarecrow that I set jitters to the right of. So we're, uh, uh, parting around it and I'm just like shrieking the whole time. Well, not shrieking, but I'm shouting the whole time. You guys just stay back from us. You just stay back from us. We'll mess you up. Gage just run. giggling at Iris mostly, and also jitters from being thrown around by this little um, cheerleader, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a sportsman, okay? A sportswoman, actually, but, you know. <laughs> jitters looks honest to God scared, and whenever one of these corn, uh, whenever one of these scarecrows moves towards him, he, like, is scrambling out of the way. He runs towards that door, yeah, like, un- unironically frightened. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, uh, I've got my, uh, gauges at my back and I'm kind of scooching around the, uh, I do one of these little jitters and then I run, uh, over to the side, the other side of the scarecrow with gauge behind me and we make for the door. I like the idea that Iris is like still kind of like hiding behind gauge as gauge is just kind of like, okay, okay, <laughs> let's get through the, Let's get through this part of the maze so we can get to the other part. <laughs> You're just like totally not faced. <laughs> All right. And then um, the this alcove has this person in it again, and um, they giggle. <laughs> you, you, all need waivers. You? Yeah, you all need waivers like at the beginning of the system. Like you guys are cool. You had some cool stuff, but like not even as a joke, you guys need waivers at the beginning. They have she warning op- signs, dude. They did have warning signs. <laughs> they open the um, back door and you are again. Um, hear the sounds of laughter and and false fear screams and the smell of cotton candy and caramel corn and of course in the background of it all the sound of the wind in the corn. Well, that was weird. Yeah. What was up with that last room? Uh, I don't, I I don't know. That was that was a lot. Um. Yeah, that was kind of like, I mean, they didn't advertise that part. So, like, that, that was kind of weird. That that mermaid just, like, got me tweaking out a little bit. That thing is. Yeah, that's like a real th- animal. Did you see yeah. it's, like, skin that's moving? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm. You hear more screams from inside the trailer. Yeah, dude. Like, do, okay, so, like, those last things. I mean, real animals could have, like, weird mutations or whatever. But, like, did you guys have a problem with, like, the size of their cages do you guys think like they're they're like they're like they've got to be like smaller animals that are dressed did up, you right? like, not- enjoy the experience and then suddenly dr brimstone is there beside you you didn't really oh, see him, ah, hear him mm, come mm. up but uh, he's there and he goes and was it exciting for you actually yeah. just kind of curious if you know what you have going on in there um if everything's being humanely treated or if it's just all an act and puppetry oh well 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 i'm not at liberty to say now am i except that we abide by all city county and state and um uh, federal laws <laughs> and that's awesome mm. 
Now, I mean, just like, it's okay if it was puppetry because there's like, I can appreciate craftsmanship and like, that was some really dope shit in there. Mm -hmm. Would you like some tickets for the maze? And he holds up a handful of um, like tickets, but they have like gold edges on them. Oh my God, you guys. And I I grab one and I'm like, I've got a golden ticket. uh, (laughs) I think your tone should be, I've got a golden ticket. This? Oh right, creepy! I've got a golden ticket. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I got you. And I he... take one, and I'm just kind of looking at it, and I'm like, hmm, like <laughs> really almost... looking at the gold and and all of that on it. Before you can react, he like reaches forward and yeah. touches each of your foreheads, oh. and oh, kind mm. of just wiggles his finger around and okay. goes. Enjoy the maze. Enjoy the maze, children. Enjoy Dude, the maze. It's called uh, consent. Yeah, okay? personal space, man. And then he just walks backward. Okay. Away from you. Okay. I didn't know we were signing up for like spooky ash Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, we did come to the haunted maze. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, like in haunted houses, like there people are gonna get in our personal space for the purpose of scaring us. And I like Yeah. But we're not in the maze yet. That's that. the only thing that bothered me about that. Yeah, that's like the bot that's like the boss at a Best Buy coming up and going, Hello, would you like to buy some in uh, ink cartridges? And then just it's chucking nothing them like at the you. guy at Best Buy. But except he like chucks them at you from like halfway across the store like fastballs or something. I don't know. I'm oh freaked God. out. I would, I would buy like all the ink cartridges from that guy. That would be awesome. Let's get in line already. Yeah. Anybody Dude, need to go to that... the bathroom before we hit the line? Oh yeah, jitters. Dude, if that was like the preamble and like that was that spooky, imagine what the actual corn maze is going to be like. There's this is going to be awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah. Imagine what they've gotten there. I like how <gasps> after I brought up going to the bathroom, you talked to jitters right away, and you know, no, he mentioned <laughs> no you with wait, all of the you coffee. It moves through you. It does. It's a diuretic. That's I why you're always in the bathroom, dude. You who mentioned Gage. Is that, that why you you're always it. in the bathroom? Uh, yeah, sure. Yes. That, yeah, okay. yeah, that's it's all the coffee. <laughs> no other reasons. <laughs> On our way to the line, we'll stop by the Johns, the Porta Johns. Yeah, I definitely. Oh, I don't know. Brian, run, Brian runs up and goes, hey, man, like, uh, how was it? I, I, I'm sorry. I like, woo, that first. Yeah, nope. I was out. Oh yeah. my God, Brian, the mermaid is so beautiful. And you know what? I think she looks exactly like that girl that you like. And she is like so pretty. And she came up and she was like, oh, ah. and she like was so beautiful. You have to go in and see her. She's really <laughs> stunning. I'm I'm behind Iris just shaking my head like now. So. Yeah, no, you totally should. It was amazing. No, I think you would I'm really sorry. like it, Brian. And I think you should okay. take somebody else also to film your reaction because it would actually know there's no video. Well, you should take somebody else to verbally document. Got to cut in here for a moment and note that in true spooky fashion, my camera has randomly just fallen to the side. I love it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't it's even like notice. the actually. old Batman, um, the old yeah, Batman, the, the old show. Batman, climbing, uh, the old climbing Adam West. The- Yes. Climbing up the buildings. God, it was so easy back then. Like all of the cameras were just. <laughs> he just tilted. turned the camera sideways. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I told you not to put the candles around the, the no circle ghost. of Cthulhu. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Patrick, you keep tempting fate with this creepy star circle in your uh, 
candle cam. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right, Brian. Uh, it came with my Cthulhu bedsheets. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was that was the coolest thing I've ever heard anyone say ever. Cthulhu <laughs> bedsheets bed at just. That's they just <laughs> they just wrap you up into into an endless slumber. Yeah, ah. yeah, they do wrap you up in an endless slumber. That needs to. Why is why do we not have more? Right. Why don't we have more Cthulhu based like mattress sales? Because that would be like the perfect tagline. <laughs> oh my god! Just sink deep into digress, sleep. digress, digress. <laughs> so Cthulhu rises from the beyond. All the candles. Oh no! It <laughs> was a really short game, everybody. <laughs> uh, 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 Patrick, hold on. Corn Thulu. All right, I'm done. Goodbye. Good night, oh, everybody. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do better than that. Oh. Uh, Sharon, I need you to roll the <laughs> remaining dice. <laughs> Not your character. It's you. You, Me, you, you have five rolls in a, in a row right now. <laughs> see, if this, see if this pun <laughs> will let me survive the night. <laughs> um, on the way, uh, so you're headed to the line to get into the corn maze itself, yes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brian says, so, uh, like, what, what was it inside? Did they, I mean, you got those weird symbols on your forehead now. What's up with that? Hey, what? He touched our faces. Did it leave a mark? Do I have a mark Camera, on my face? Cell phones that instantly selfie. Look yeah, cell phones. You, <laughs> you, all have, you all have these weird, like, marks on your forehead in red. Oh, my God. This totally doesn't go with my makeup. Oh, my God. Is it coming off? Okay, I have uh, a question. I don't know, Sharon. Is it? Roll. Uh, Sorry. Heck. Uh, seven. <laughs> seven. I'm too seven. busy messing with my camera to. That's why it fell over. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yes. Go sleep his camera alone. We need to do spooky Ooh, things. My dudes, I got four sixes and no ones. Ooh, awesome. four sixes. All right. I That's, guess it comes off. Then, I will never it? roll better than this in this game. This is the best <laughs> roll I will ever make. And it's to see if I can get a mark off my face. <laughs> it's just in character, I guess. Well, no, you get to narrate this entire. Um, you can narrate the entire scene going up to the to the line. Um, in fact, yeah, you can have one more person going with you. And even so, who do you want to you want to add somebody to your group here or? Oh, yeah, sure. Brian's right here. Um, well, yeah, but he, I was already including. Five. Oh, you're already including five. Brian. Okay. So, okay. Um, so, first of all, I don't think the marks do come off. I think they feel like a substance, but they're like, they're sticky and they're gloppy. And we can maybe smear them around a little bit. Um, I get Gage to give me his uh, handkerchief and kind of like, you know, spit on it on the corner a little bit. And I'm trying to wipe it, but it's just not like really, truly coming off. And um, we eventually realized, you know, it's dark. It's a haunted, spoopy corn maze. And it's, this is probably just part of the act. And it's probably something that's, we're going to just have to scrub off in the shower. By this time, the line has, uh, has uh, shortened up a little bit. But we meet up with um, one of the other uh, sorority girls who's kind of standing there. And uh, she's a year younger than me. So she's kind of, she's, she's, she's off by herself and she has a problem with this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rope her into our group and her name which i totally know i'm gonna say is uh kelly and um so i'm gonna kind of like loop my arm around her shoulder and say kelly come on join us we're about to go in the corn maze we've just been through the the mermaid house and it was really cool and um this guy put this stuff like do you have any like like extra strength makeup remover like in your bag 
Uh, he put like a thing on my face. Okay. Jitters? Uh, Jitters doesn't have any extra makeup uh, remover. Uh, no, uh, actually, I was going to ask you to describe Kelly. I'd like to say that Kelly um, almost has like the a little too stereotypical like sorority look. Um, she's got um, like a big, massive um, sweatshirt on, like a champion sweatshirt, uh, black leggings with uh, white bands, and it's just kind of like mid like mid length uh blonde hair she's got like kind of she's got uh like a little bit of like purple and orange halloween but other than that it's just kind of a very uh very like um stereotypical like 90s movie uh for uh, sorority girl so so she didn't um costume up no okay all right so kelly joins the group um gage do you have any um any relationship with with Kelly? Um, I've seen her around and we've talked a couple of times at, at some of the other parties, but Gage's big interest at this point is he's starting to peel back Black. some of the spirit gum on his bald cap for his Benjamin Franklin costume. And it's <laughs> like peeling that back to see, do I still have the mark here? Like after I peel back the bald cap, is the mark still there? And, and well, you know, I would say at that point, fours, I just take it off. I would say that four sixes allows, um, iris to say whether or not the mark is still there um how far down does your cap come uh almost down to my eyebrows because i feel like at least part of it would have gotten on the cap um when you take the cap off i think that definitely part of the mark comes with it but there is a there is uh we'll say roughly half of it on the bottom half of your um forehead which now means that you look even weirder gauge because you have half like a weird mark on your face. Okay. All right. So you take your tickets. Um, the others have tickets as well, but not the special not the ones given to you by Dr. Brimstone himself. And you go to the entrance of the, of the um, corn maze. And there, it seems like the excitement, the laughter of the people who are either waiting around until they decide to get into line or have come out of the uh, corn maze and are enjoying the carnival festivities. It seems like that dims to a certain extent. And now what becomes more apparent to you is the sounds from the corn maze itself. But those two are kind of distant, but you, you seem to hear them more. Screams, laughter, chainsaws. Um, howls and also the sound of the wind rustling through the corn. Hey, Jitters, do you know how big this corn maze is? Uh, no, uh, not off the top of my head. I'm uh, give me a second. Um, he's gonna pull out his phone and Google the size of the corn maze. Real quick. <laughs> That's okay. I was just wondering, and I do research on stuff. It seems really big. That's so cool, it, though. Like, they're always the- so small like extremely disappointingly little so because they don't have the exact acreage up there's some discrepancies between um uh the the few farms uh that are hosting this but it's large i mean it's 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 really large iris um honestly i'm kind of amazed that they are managing to like have one this big (laughs) amazed i put my humorously large mallet on my shoulder and i'm like 
Come on, guys. Let's go in. Yeah, another sign just inside the entrance says, mark your path or expect to be here till dawn. (laughs) Anyone got a ball of yarn or breadcrumbs? Or is there like little map brochures? Dude, there's (laughs) not map brochures. This isn't like a national park. What if it Uh, is now? Dude, Corn National Park. That'd be so cool. Jitters actually reaches into the hood of his uh, of his hoodie and pulls out like a large eye solution dropper. Uh, that's not the word for it, but that's the only word my brain can come up with. Uh, <laughs> and it's filled with like a slightly fur- fluorescent substance. And he like pulls it out and makes a little drop at the beginning of the maze. Um, uh, Jitters, <laughs> why do you have like an eyedropper full of like glowing neon fluid? <laughs> In your hood. Mark your path. I bred up a little bit before we came. It's it's glow stick. That oh that that's cool. All right, let's go in. As you enter, you go a little ways, and there is a branching. Um, in fact, it's not a a four path intersection. It's six, and at that intersection, there's a table sitting in the middle of this kind of uh, crop circle of the whole thing. And on the table are several brochures. In them are maps. <gasps> Gage! Oh my God, they do have map brochures. Are they all the same? Well, you look at a couple of them and they do indeed appear to be the same. Yes. Okay. I thought this was going to be like the ending of Clue where there's like a bunch of different maps and you had to like all figure kind out of which map is the figure real out map. which one's the real map yeah that would be so anyway that'd be crap. that'd be really bad for if people are only doing this as one person <laughs> going in here and only having like a quarter of a map that's <laughs> okay guys <laughs> the closest the exit is uh, from here is maybe candlekeeper can help me out with that <laughs> well do you want the closest way that the do you mean the exit well, we just came in uh, no, I'm looking for, because Gage really likes to enjoy these kind of events and wants to take his time. So is looking for like the most outward route. The longest, most labyrinthing. Yeah. For Brian and Kelly, way. who had to pay for their tickets, it was $20 each. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah, if Gage had noticed, he would have helped him out with that. <laughs> Jitters is actually going to like reach reach into his reach uh, reach into his back pocket, pull out his wallet with his long wallet chain, which uh, he has his black acrylic wa- uh, black acrylic one, not his shiny one, because uh, Magpie is there and he he's lost he's lost Bengals before. Um, oh my god, I love your wallet chain. Thanks. Uh, it, uh, he's going to open it up and he's going to pull out like a thin metal square and fold it a few times, and it's like a small, probably about inch and a half long little knife. Um, which he's gonna like act like slip into his pocket. Um, he's still he seems like on edge more than the others. Um, jittery. Are, are you yeah. doing this in view of us? Like, are you purposely showing us that you're holding up this knife? No, but it's not something that oh. he's trying to hide. It's a little well. More I casual. I mean, I guess we should see how this goes. Then. Oh dear. So I suspect that um, Isaac, you should roll some dice. How many yeah. do we have left here? Um, I think we're still like seven. Seven? Yeah. For now. Ooh! Ooh, not good at all. No sixes and two ones. Oh, no! Well, okay, true. 
I mean, actually, that is pretty bad for you because your moment is on top. And therefore, uh, if you had called it before, if you'd said, I'm going to try for my moment now, try, I'm, it, you know, try to find out something more about what's going on, then, um, I mean, we might have been able to do something. But no, uh, no. as it you is, you can't reroll the ones. So do you know what this means? Someone else lose another die. We Unless you two. can burn. I we lose a candle. Yeah, we, we lose, lose a candle. We are about to lose a candle. Oh, do, no. do, 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 Which do, one do, should I go do, for? Do. The one. first one that you lit. Yeah, that one. All right. A candle goes out now. Oh, no. When a candle goes out, I get to narrate because, well, you failed. So that, that means I win narrative rights. Do we still lose the dice? You're going to lose all sorts of dice. Well, you're going to lose one die. Um, when we start back up, uh, you will have nine dice available to you. Um, I have a question. Uh, does is yeah. that die included with the two ones that I rolled? So we lose three dice total? No, because the, um, the uh, candle going out resets the whole thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we, we begin a new scene wherein you will have nine dice available to you at the beginning. And um, and I will have one on my side to roll. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we right. lost dice before, but not in a way that burnt out a candle because we always had sixes to balance them out. Right. It's yeah. when you roll ones sans sixes that uh, candles go out and we yes. and Patrick gains dice. Mm-hmm. Um, Sharon, is there any way you could increase a little bit of light in front of you? Yes, I can. Maybe not. Hold on. Mm-hmm. How's that? I mean, my screen's uh, brighter. Yeah, better. Okay. Now, here's what happens. As you are looking at these maps, the lighting that you have here are tiki torches that are lit on either side of the table. And in true corn maze fashion, they're regular tiki torches. (laughs) They are a they're an open flame in a in a cornfield and as you are looking at your maps something dark cloaked perhaps unclear runs across from one of the entrances to the other tunnels of the other sections of maze to another runs across right in front of you opposite the entrance you came from and as they do so the torches just snuff out and you are for a moment left in utter darkness and somewhere not as far away as you might perhaps hope in fact sounding almost like it's right here in this clearing in this crop circle is a scream (laughs) it does not sound like false fear it sounds like real fear It's me. (laughs) It doesn't sound human. And then you are left there in the dark. Now, as the candle goes out, we do a little thing wherein we speak what we call truths. Truths become part of the story. You can say anything, anything at all then becomes a truth of the story. Now, keep in mind, of course, we're trying to tell a good story. (laughs) But 
truths can be something about the environment, something about about equipment. It can be um, pretty much anything you want. It can even be about uh, other characters. Uh, you could imply coming danger um, or something about the environment. Uh, it could be light and thematic or dark and foreboding. The only thing that it can't do is contradict somebody else's truths. We start off by me saying, nine candles remain. These things are true. Now, we start and we go around clockwise from the character who initiated this, who caused the candle to go out. So that's going to be jitters. So these things are true. The world is dark and... We don't know where we came from. Oh, okay. And then going around, we go to me being next. I think I might have actually gotten ahead of myself there a little bit. Um, the torches go out. Oh, that's and the then truth that you're saying? I'm going to say that that's the truth that I'm saying. The torches okay. go out. All right. So Gage is going to be next. And all of a sudden, after the scream, it seems eerily quiet. We can't hear the ruckus of any of the other maze or the carnival that is there. Mm. Okay. And then Iris. Iris has a small keychain fob in the shape of a cute little bat, which is also a flashlight. That was, let's see, one, two, three, four. But we get as many truths as there are candles. So we get five more truths. But the last truth is always going to be spoken together. And that last truth uh, is going to be, well, I'll, I'll tell you about the last truth in a moment. But we do get, <laughs> before that moment, four more truths. So, Isaac, you can tell us another one. Jitters is bleeding. Hmm. You are in the center of the maze, Jesse. All five of us are still present, and I'm just, and Gage is playing protector game. And doesn't come into play here. It does not. So just the first part. <laughs> All five of All us, five are, still of us are still there. Okay. The scream didn't come from one of us five. That just leaves one truth remaining. And so all at once we say, and we are alive. So let's see if we can do it. Three, two, one. And, and we, we are, are alive. alive. I think it's because we play this remote. I think we have a delay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that one was pretty good, right. actually. It was like, it sounded okay. That one turned out like, good. <laughs> I think I think the biggest thing is it being uh has the audio overlaps it just turned into instead of us saying it individually, it's just one giant mecha more voice saying yeah. that. <laughs> A light flickers on in the dark. It is Iris's keychain bat flashlight. It's small but LED and powerful enough. She flashes it around and you see each of your faces, but one of your faces is bloody. Jitters, what happened? Oh my god, uh, are you okay? Um, Jitters is is on the ground and um, kind of uh, the the knife is um, on the ground in front of him. He's like he has a big gash on his arm, and he's like he kind of like absentmindedly wiped his face with it, leaving this big old bloody mark on his uh, on his uh, face paint. 
Um, he looks at and goes, ow. Jess, stop wiping your arm. Jid- hold still. I usually have some Band-Aids in my purse. Hold on. I, I throw the gross, sweaty handkerchief back at him. Covered <laughs> covered in the, the mark goo and the corn goo. Yep. Yeah. Ow, 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 ow. Are... This isn't my regular purse. You are still in, um, apparently, the same place. I mean, why would you have moved? You didn't run or anything. But interestingly enough, uh, the table that is there in the center of this clearing with these six exits all around no longer has any maps on it. Well, you see how deep it is, Jitters? We'll have to put something on it. I don't want to use this handkerchief. Uh, do you have any hair ties, um, Iris? I'm. I actually do. I have my two ponytails, and um, I'll uh, take them out. Give one hair like, tie to him. Like what was that? Like what the hell? Says Kelly. Like that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, um, it super was. Um. Uh. Jitters is gonna put the uh take the one of the hair ties and like put it um on one end of the wound. Um, and then pull his hoodie really tight and like motion for the other t- hair tie. Oh, you need both of them. Okay, here, here's the other one. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you? Um, oh, I, I guess you. Uh, it's part of your costume. I mean, it doesn't yes. make sense that you have the hair tie. I have two um, ponytails. So now you're just a big pink no, and I have blue. No ponytails. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I can have my hair down for the evening. Uh, Jitters, what the hell is this knife doing here? Did you? accidentally cut yourself on this because like you can't be flailing around if you have sharp objects i i didn't know that the lights were gonna that the lights were gonna go out i'm sorry i dude I, I got startled i this is a haunted house things are gonna jump out and startle us and if you're gonna go around carrying actual bladed weapons on you you have to be sure that you're careful with them okay indeed and i'm not entirely certain that gage cut himself yeah, that's um, what i believe iris is a I believe we need to figure that out. Is it Iris that's assuming that? Um, I mean, Gage kind of went with the, um, you know, went with that, thinking that he must have. Um, hmm. Not Gage, Jitters. I'm sorry, uh, Jitters. Yeah. Um, but Jitters did just roll. So let's make it Iris. Cool. Nine dice again. Nine dice. Oh, look, I get to roll one too, though. Oh, dear. This is so many dice. It's not a six. Okay, I have four sixes and one one. Keepers. All right. Are you going to try to save the one? No, I'm good. Okay. So that one is removed. You will have eight dice to roll for the rest of the scene. So it's this is yours to narrate. Um, was it, in fact, did he cut himself or is the wound such that a knife, even a, you know, one like he has there wouldn't have done it? Um, yeah, I think in terms of in terms of like slicing injuries, Iris isn't familiar with those and may not recognize one type of slice from another type of slice. But um, the knife, even though the blade is open and it was on the ground like by him as he was laying there with his arms sliced open, uh, I'm going to say the knife has like an improbably small amount of blood on it, and it's not where you'd think. It's like watching a horror movie and they like put a teeny tiny bit of red along the very edge, you know, and you're like, that's not as much blood as would be on a knife. Um, and so I think I'm a little weirded out by that, but it has to have been him cutting himself in startlement. It has to have been. Nothing else makes right. sense. Brian says, 
Oh, like, oh, wow, that was freaky weird. But um, I guess we continue on. Um, where, where are we headed? I definitely should. I'm like, I'm like, OK, to come back. But do you guys mind if I go take care of this, like out, out of the car? I'm sure I can find like a, a medical person. Oh, yeah, hey, they probably do have medical people. Uh, I'd like to burn my moment. OK, so I assume you're not actually burning your moment. I will do it for you. Oh, no, I'm actually burning my moment. Oh, I'll go for it. Don't blow into your bowl. I have a glass. Don't blow into your glass. There we go. Just a nice little self-contained fire. Nice. Right over there. All right. So I get to add my hope die now. Nope. Oh you, no. Yeah. So we're going to be doing a roll here now. This could be a pretty nasty little roll. You are, although you all don't know it, but based on the truth that I gave at the. Um, uh, beginning of this, you are no longer where you started. You're in the center, in the center of, the, of maze. the maze. So with that truth in mind, you um, you start back for the for the the section you think is the entrance. It's very obvious where the you know where the table is and where the entrance um, tunnel was in relation to that. Quite easy to start walking down that, but then we'll see what you see. So roll eight dice. Two sixes, no ones. Woo! <laughs> Sorry, I was excited. Well, I can't that. even tie you, so but let me see. Nope, I got a five. Nice. All right. Good or bad, it's yours to narrate. You begin heading down that um that path. What happens? Guys, you, you're gonna want to see this. Um and uh everyone moves down uh to where Jedders is just a little bit down the path. And it's another branch of six, and he's pointing to where the drop of that fluorescent glow stick water that he made, he just like the busted open insides of the glow stick that he put on the ground to mark their path is gone. Um, now, so- this is your well, hold on a second. So, Jitters, this is your moment. This was your this was your big moment of hope. This was you getting more information about the mystery. So what is it you're learning here? I want you to have got, I want you to get something out of this. What's the, what's the real thing that, that, because this was your, this gives you your hope die because now you will be able to use that hope die um, in future roles. This is a big deal. So, I mean, is it, do you see something else or, or, what, so- you know, I mean, go all out here. Jitters, um, as as was said in the blog, came here expecting the paranormal. This is confirmation of that now. There's no way they didn't move. There's no way they could have gotten here. Something beyond normal is going on here. And uh, with the brain, since as uh, as the player and the character, I wrote the monsters brink. Uh, well, yeah, and, right. Don't give too much so- of that away. No, no. <laughs> and with that, in, with that insight and his motivations, he has now got full confirmation that this isn't, this isn't a, it's a haunted horn maze in a very literal sense. And he is now treating it as such, not as a like entertainment, but as a survival situation. So, okay. All right. So continue on. Um, Irish, you were saying something? Oh, I was just going to say about the uh, the drop, the glowing droplet. So, have you tested how long these droplets glow? Glow or he he pulls out he pulls out the dropper 
drops one on the ground and it just it stays and lasts. I mean, it is still potent what fluorescent. You, like, what are you talking about? Says Kelly. Oh, he put a, a drop of this glowing stuff. Well, I down saw on the that, but but what are you saying? That it? I mean, what are you saying? I don't see it, it anywhere anymore. Yeah, it's it's. Could somebody have like stepped on it? Everyone check the bottom of their shoes. Everybody checks the bottom of their shoes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't find anything. Now, okay. Um, well, Brian's like looking around. Uh, you know, from what you saw at the trailer, you know how easily he can get freaked, and um, he's like. He puts his hand up to his forehead and goes, uh, the, no, no, man. No, there's no way, man. No way. No way. Game <laughs> over, man. Game no, over. No. Brian. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe, uh, who knows? Uh, it's maybe they're really, I mean, it's been really good so far. Maybe they, they have like pieces of corn that they kind of shift in, the, in and out. I don't know. But yeah, either oh, way, um, wait, uh, c- uh, could you go stand on the table? Maybe get an orientation of where we are? Gage, you're um, tall. You do that. Yeah, first, Gage. first of all, okay. though, you're trying to calm down Brian because he is about to bolt. I mean, were you trying to calm down Brian? Or yeah, are you yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Jitter, yeah. Trying to calm as, down Brian. as Gage, because Gage, I imagine, like during this whole like interplay, was like checking out each of the pathways and seeing if he could find anything that looked familiar, listening for other sounds, and everybody else was just being noisy. Uh, when Brian starts to freak out and seems like he's going to bowl, he comes back over and places his hand on his shoulder and is all like, Brian, it's going to be okay. We're we're going to figure out a way out of here. Let's see how that goes. Oh, boy. Uh, now we're, with Hope Dice, do they, are Hope Dice cumulative? Hope Dice are you. not shared. That's just for you. Yeah. So Gage has eight, eight die to eight, roll. Yeah. Eight. Oh, and I have one. Oh. And I dropped one. Ooh, skull for me. Let's see. What's the skull mean on your dice, Patrick? Is it good or bad? It's, it's just a. It's a one. Okay. Two sixes, one one. Okay. Are you gonna try to save the uh, one? Or are you gonna um, let it go? I do have my overprotective vice up, so I think I'm gonna really uh, focus on reining Brian in. Okay. So um, this is a Roll vice. One. Yeah. Um, so there's going to have to probably be some negativity in, or you know, negative aspect of of how you do this. But um, we go ahead and uh, let's burn it. All right. You guys are definitely setting yourselves up for hell later on here. <laughs> it's not a game that we're going to win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, by we win, also I mean want to get to some of our other cards. Yeah, this is true. Like I said, the last time I played ten, the first Ooh, time I played ten candles. I only burned two cards, and the second time I only burned one. So I'm gonna see if I can get through more. All right, and you get to re-roll the um, the one. one. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to explain a glass of burned uh, index cards. <laughs> oh, it's another one. Oh uh, dear. <laughs> Guess we're gonna be finishing this game quicker than expected. No, nope. well, candle doesn't go out for that. You just lose another one. Yeah, because oh, I dear. still succeeded. That's right. You yeah, still succeeded. You still succeeded. So uh, you did burn your vice card for this. So bring that vice into this. Uh, I would, you know, also encourage you since you did, you know, in rerolling the one, got another one that uh, <laughs> you make that count somehow too. But go for it, whatever you All like. Right. Okay. You see, Gage walk back over from one of the uh, pathways out of this little circular area that we're 
currently in. And he just grabs Brian and is like, it's going to be okay. Starts to shake him a little bit, which freaks Brian out a little bit more. It's going to be okay. I'm going to get us out of here. You guys understand oh, man. Oh, getting man. out of here, right? Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm a little freaked out as well. But if we all just keep our heads, we'll figure out a way out of here. Oh, man. If only I had one narrative control, then somebody could have lost their head. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. Um, all right. So you, I mean, do you get him calmed down? What happens? I, I believe I get him calmed down to, to a point. Um, he's still really wary and he looks like he's going to squirrel and bolt at any moment um, or rabbit, whatever the word I'm looking for. Um, so it's like, I've, I always am just kind of hovering with a hand nearby to just grab him if I need to. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so he's like, oh man, okay. 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 And he takes some deep breath. <gasps> like in psychology class. <gasps> like in psychology <laughs> class. Okay. All right. Did anybody happen to still have one of their, one of the maps in their hands? Uh, I thought you picked one up. That's in character. Um, Gage, I thought you picked one up. I, I did, but I don't seem to have it with me now. Did you, Jitter, did he hand it to you? No, you were on the ground. Kelly, did he hand it to you? Uh, I, um, I don't know. I guess you'd probably better roll for that and see. <laughs> okay. Ultimately, if we go one direction and hit the edge and just keep working our way around, we'll find our way out. Yeah. Um, I've still got a roll coming here for, uh, for me. So, um, yeah. Sharon, do it. <laughs> Sorry. That conversation can be happening as I'm rolling. I have two sixes. And one one. I rolled a one as well. Um, did you wish to try to save your one? Nope. All right. We're down to six dice. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, um, but you did. I mean, you did get a six. So, does uh, Kelly have um, the uh, the map? Um, I'm gonna say we all kind of start, you know, doing that thing where we pat all our pockets. Um, some of our pockets are unfamiliar because we're in costume, but, um, I'm going to say that Gage put the map down when we all went over to, uh, where Jitters was on the ground. And, um, so as we're kind of looking around, uh, I happened to spot it over on the ground by the now empty table and, uh, and the drops of Jitters' blood over there. And, uh, Mm -hmm. so we can go over and pick it back up. Okay. All right. So we have a map. Let's get it open and take a look. So there's the thing. Um, where are you on the map? <laughs> Am I supposed to narrate that also? Well, you, I mean, you could if you want, but <laughs> um, I mean, you were there at the beginning of the, of the, th- of the maze. The map shows that very clearly. It shows that section that you came down as being not particularly long and leading, of course, back out into the uh, fair area. Okay, so we were here at this six-pointed intersection, and now we are at another six-pointed intersection, which connects to a third six-pointed intersection. So we need to find some place in the maze, which has two six-pointed intersections that are connected to each other by a very short direction there's one there's another oh uh no no that's not it oh it's all one there's yellow one corn made oh okay who's all for going towards the moon until we hit the edge of the mage and follow it around uh we have a map man 
Gage, but you know what? You're um, right. Um, I that's not awful, but there are this corn maze is many miles long. This is three farms, three industrial farms worth of corn. Even if we just walk straight, we could we wouldn't even be out of it by the time the sun came up. And even then, we could just go out into just Portland wilderness. It's not like it's an island. We're surrounded by water. Yeah, gross. I don't want to walk into the water in the dark. So let's look at the map. Uh, I, wait, pa- wait, Jitters, wait. You've done research on this. Yeah. Do you recognize this? Uh, Any of this? I'm holding the map up. I'm like, I've seen the map before, but unless I know where we are, I'm can't really. <gasps> yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot. Uh, can I see that? Obviously. Um, I, uh, Jitters takes it and he goes and stands on the table um, and tries to get his bearings. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you know what that's going to be then, right? <laughs> a roll. A roll. And I get out of my dice hope die. Plus your hope die. Nice. Which succeeds on a five or six. Still nothing for me. Oh, no. no oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I have a five on my hope die. Oh, uh, <gasps> But nothing anywhere else? No uh, I have one. I have one, one. So I have one one and then one five on my. All right, did nine. you want to try to save the one? I I can't. I don't. I can't think of a good way to use to employ my vice at this moment. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be direct. It just has to be in there somehow. But if you don't, yeah. you know, if you don't I'll, want to do it, then I'll save. I yelled it. at scarecrows. <laughs> that that's a fair point. But I'll save it. I'll save it for a better paranoia moment. Okay. <sighs> Down to five. Down to five. Oh, that's not very many. <laughs> but you did succeed because of your hope die. Yeah, you stand up on, on the table. What What is it you see out there? You can just, um, the stalks are eight, you know, nine feet tall. The table is, what, two feet maybe off of the ground. You're standing on it to your full height. So you're just barely able to see above the... I'm a, yeah. That's amazing. Nine foot tall corn. That's crazy. Yeah. Ooh. It's very I tall. They, I know where they use this island for corn farming now. Um, <laughs> Jitters, well, it could be small hillocks, too. But That is very fair. Um, Jitters is looking at the map and looking around at the carvings in the cornfield. None of it is the same. It's not that he doesn't know it. He recognizes the paths and like how it is. None of it is the same as what's on the map. So what does he say? Uh, Jitters just drops the map, just just drops the map. And he kind of like slowly climbs down and just sits on the table and, and puts his, his um, head in his hands and is, does not look good. He's kind of muttering to himself. Man, what the hell? I will stand up on this table and look at the corn myself. Take it. It's, take it. Oh, no. Oh, right. no. So off to your right, um, you... You were standing facing the, uh, one side of the table, so um, but off to your right, you actually see what looks like a um, a big arching bridge, like that hmm. uh, they that in the corn maze they've made or placed a a bridge where people who've been in there deep enough can climb up, you know, onto it and look around and see the whole maze. It's um, uh, quite a ways off, you know, several hundred yards off to your left. You see a red glow in the uh, corn, but 
beyond that, I mean, in all directions, it's just corn. So this map, um, it's um, it doesn't match. Yeah. Yeah, it does not match. What did you see up there? Well, okay, so something's glowing over that direction, and I point. Um, But over that way, there's a big, like, one of those archy bridges from, like, the Japanese garden. Um, Is it like that, or is it more like a lookout point? It sounded like a moon bridge to me. Is that right, Patrick? Uh, That's what I was envisioning. Yeah, it's like um, it's like one of the one of the Japanese garden arch bridges. And could we get a um, good viewpoint of the maze from there? Yeah, it's taller than this table. I can like see it rising up. <laughs> the only thing I can think is heading toward the red light and hoping it that it's one of the workers here. Um, do you still need attention to your cut jitters? Uh, I yeah, but I I don't know what I mean, I'm going to do about it in here. Well, they have medics stationed throughout. And um, behind you. Or what would have been behind Iris if she was still standing on the table like she had been. Oh, so back behind yeah, yeah. it in the dark, not toward the red light, not toward the bridge. You hear that distinctive sound of a chainsaw starting up. That's not a distinctive sound of a chainsaw, but. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The first one kind of sounded like a boat, which also would have been yeah. cool. Boom, 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 boom. A boat starting up in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> that is disconcerting. Board boats. Um, okay, well, I just don't want to deal with Chainsaw Guy right now. So um, I, I was wanting to go towards the bridge and get a better view. But Gage, if you think there's like a medic station where the red glow is. I mean, it looks ominous to me, but... Well, let's continue onto the bridge and let's just call out every once in a while for, for a medic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that sounds like a plan. Is we're also there uh, is a bridge on the map. Oh, but it's not where it's supposed to be. Well, hopefully, we can orient ourselves once we get there. Yeah, maybe we're looking at it like up, upside down or something. That, Who like, knows? I mean, not maybe, the map is upside down, but like maybe, our view is upside down. Maybe they printed the wrong map. Maybe it's like last year's map or something. <laughs> Maybe it is like Clue, you guys. Oh, oh! But we only have one map. It's just oh, like no. I said. Oh no! We only have the one map. We need four maps. <laughs> we need Tim Curry. So, so we all Tim Curry toward the bridge, taking yes. a more or less a random path, but one that sort of goes in that direction. And you work your way that direction for a while you come around a corner just a regular corner it's it's nothing particularly special except that to the it goes to your left but to the right there's a an alcove in cut out of the corn there with her back toward you is a, a small person a child perhaps um wearing a coat with a hoodie underneath and the hoodie is pulled up. They're turned away from you and kind of huddled down in, um, in the corner. If there could be said to be such a thing in the, excuse me, excuse me. Do you know how to find the nearest medic station? Oh my God. Are you okay? Hello, sweetie. Are you say anything? Jitters is just like, he walked in and saw that. And others just like at the, at the edge of the corn, corn, exit he is ready to go he's seen you... too many horror movies i know right <laughs> uh, i would be where jitters is but no iris is like oh my god sweetheart 
are you are you lost? Are you missing your people? We and then Medic, our friend is is very hurt. He's got quickly, a big cut on his arm. And Gage. suddenly stands up and turns around. And you see their face is all white. It's all covered in scars ah! and bleeding. And her eyes are missing. And they're just hollows there. And her mouth opens up. And it seems wider than it should. And she goes, ah! And uh, runs toward you. And I yell out, run! And like throw a kick like into her chest. I Yeah, I also scream uh back at her i am gonna lash out my with my uh humorously sized mallet which is my disguised lacrosse gauge first so roll your five dice oh man only five oh my god yeah it's only five oh no and i dropped one again (laughs) oh dear lord lord dice that is a fail oh no no that is Mm. Nothing no to be done about that. Yeah, no sixes, two ones. Oh, jeezy, crazy. Jesus Christ. Jeezy, Christ. That juicy. one I dropped. I tried on the to floor say crust and six. rice at the same time. <laughs> juicy no, it crisp. was a two. Juicy, crisp. There we go. Medium rare. Another candle goes out. Oh, no. <laughs> and things just get worse. Yeah. Yes. So what happens is. You lash out with your foot, Gage. You strike out with your mallet, Iris. And a little girl cries out in pain. Oh, no. As you kick a poor little girl in the chest (laughs) and hit her over the head with a mallet. The candle goes out. Oh, no. (laughs) And there are... (laughs) There are eight candles remaining. And these things are true. Oh man! Oh, oh so many. And that mistakes. was me. So I go first. Gage yeah. gets to begin. Yes. Oh, hearing that cry, Gage realizes he makes a big. He made a big mistake. Um. um no, I mean that's that. Uh, we've had this problem with Jesse before. Oh yes, you're, we you're have. Saying something that that you know is true about um yes, Gage's yes, feelings, yes. but that that's going to be true. You you get to. That's going to be true anyway. anyway. Um, you can okay. you can make okay. a different kind of truth. Okay, these things are true. Dig it. I don't know how to word this. <laughs> well, say what you want, and maybe we can figure it out for you. It was more of a defensive strike, and the girl is gonna be okay. Mostly, just yeah, you can say that. Um, okay. That you know, I've already said that she that you kicked her, and that she cried out in pain. You can say, but she's going to be okay. But she's going to. And be these okay. things are true. She's going to be all right. The girl is gonna yeah. be okay. Okay. And Iris. Uh chainsaw guy chooses this moment to uh uh rev his chainsaw suddenly very close to us. <laughs> nice. Jitters. Brad uh no, not Brad. Yes, Brad? Why am I having Bra- a blank? Brian. 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 Brian's gone. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out of here. Okay. You guys, you guys can help yourselves out with these truths too. They don't all have to be <laughs> mean to you. We just um, all make each other go off. You, you, you always make me do the truths that are actually helpful to you. <laughs> mm. The the corn moves against the wind. Don't like that. What? I hate everything. Oh boy, do I hate everything. Everything <laughs> about like that. that. 
All right. We've got three more truths before all of yes. our truths. So um, Gage, I'm sorry. Uh, dice cam gets a uh, truth as well. <laughs> oh, okay. Cam. I have two dice over here. That is dice, um, dice cam. Says dice the truth two. is that there are eight dice remaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the clouds grow thicker, and the moon and the moon is more obscured. Good lord! Why are you guys so mean to yourselves? <laughs> I was about to say the clouds move off of the moon, and we get more light. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. This is a horror podcast. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, hmm. Let's see. What can be true? I want to do a helpful one because we haven't done like almost any helpful ones. <laughs> uh, we are just a short distance from the bridge and we see clearly how to get there. Okay. Jitters. Um, the girl is a professional. This is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> Love it. Um, I mean, you can do that, but we've already established that she's not hurt. So is that I'm thinking what you want more, to spend? I'm thinking more social ramifications than physical ramifications of hitting okay, a child. All right. I got you. Um, okay. And then the final truth. So there are eight candles remaining and... And Three, we, two, one. And, and we, we are alive. alive. Very good. Okay. Well, Ooh. Mm, the clouds, I want it spooky. The clouds thicken above you. The darkness seems to grow deeper as the only light is from Iris's tiny LED flashlight. However, as you kick the girl and she cries out, she cries out in a very little girl voice and says, holy shit, man. <laughs> what, you, what the fuck are you doing? Kicking oh me God. in the chest like that. Oh, my God. It's I am our, so it's sorry. It's like a one F-bomb we can do. <laughs> and then, I'm so sorry we made you earn your R rating just for us. And then there's a, a chainsaw rev like right in one row over. And you can smell the oil and the uh, that that smoke coming exhaust. off of the uh, the exhaust that coming off two of the stroke chainsaw. burn but at just that moment although the clouds thicken for just a second the moon illuminates the path ahead and you see that it leads directly to that bridge that iris saw earlier kelly is already moving that direction the others of you are still gathered around the girl but there is someone not here and that is brian, brian. and brian. as you look you also noticed you particularly jitters that the corn moves in a direction away from the way that the wind is blowing in its upper tassels um uh brian it, when i can i i i saw him i i he took off I'm. I couldn't catch him. I'm. I between the kids. Max. Uh, Max. We, we they, had, kicked, they. They assaulted me, Max. I'm so Dude, sorry I about that. Out, and I like reach need my to kick hand some out. Kick some mofos out. I'm so sorry. Actually, please kick us out. We're so lot. We actually need medical help. Uh yeah. Jitters kind of like rolls his arm up to reveal the gash, and it's like he didn't realize as much. He's got some adrenaline pumping. It's pretty severe. It's not like. <laughs> It's going to need stitches, and he's losing some blood. And uh, yeah, 
I'm so sorry. We tried to get your attention before. He's really hurt. See? Yeah, no, we weren't. We weren't messing well, around on that one. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it could have been. Uh, wow. I mean, why didn't you stop at one of the, you know, med? We haven't been by one yet. Yeah, we like what just like everywhere. In? Are the they? Map- is that what's glowing Ma- red over Max, there? Max. And you don't hear anything from where the chainsaw sounded now. Just the faint odor Max? of exhaust Hello? in the air. Anyone? Max. What's your name? Um, Bitsy. I'm Gage. <laughs> I'm Gage. I'm really sorry. Um, I want to know your name, and if you can help us get to the nearest men station, that'd be great. I mean, I, uh, my name's Elizabeth, but uh, you know, people call me Bitsy. I'm Bitsy. All right, Mitzi. Bitsy. Gotcha, Bitsy. 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 Spider. My yeah, God, jitters. I bet you heard that like a bazillion yeah, times. Yeah. So uh, fine. So all right, you need some medical. The bridge is like right over here. There's the um, you know, there's a med station right right underneath it. Oh, thank heavens. I'm wearing so much stuff. Uh, Are you warm um, enough? Of course you're warm enough. Uh, Gage, uh, one of our friends just ran off into the maze. Um, They don't have a map. Um, Their name is Brian. Um, (laughs) I don't know if you guys have walkie talkies, but. Oh, yeah. We'll, We'll have to let them know at the med station and they can like see if they can find him. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't have run back the way we came, right? He's probably up at the bridge. N- no, he saw uh, her and, and the chainsaw and just kind of bolted the way we came. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. So I don't know that you saw what direction he went. Why don't you roll for that? Oh, mm, I hate those words. <laughs> but it is we're, we are back up here to eight plus your hope die. So that's quite a few. Oh, Yes, we are. Okay. Okay. Much better. Nice. Uh, I only got one one, um, but I've got three sixes. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming you don't wish to try to save the one? Uh, no. No. Not this time. Okay. What about a one on my hope die? That-, uh, that doesn't do anything. Okay. Okay. Um, so does was that where the one was? No, or? no, no, okay. no. I had one, one on my hope die and one one on a regular die. I mean, it does allow you to re-roll it if you had a virtue or a vice, but it doesn't go away. Uh, so, yeah, you got some sixes there. So, yeah, um, you can go ahead and say whatever you like about where where Brian went. So Jitters Jitters uh, saw Brian run back into the maze. And as this happened, Jitters uh, saw like as he as he like was running through the maze, he didn't he went full like into the corn field. Not like running through the on the paths, and instead of knocking down the corn stalks, they almost like split open, sort of, and like kind of let them in and then closed behind them. And so, like it, it, it was very, very natural looking. It wasn't like something where like fallen hedge maze Harry Potter opened up, but it just kind of like they they flowed more like grasses instead of being strong and hardy like a like a corn stalk. And there's Ugh. no trail where he went. Oh, I don't like that at all. All right. Well, Kelly's already halfway down the trail toward the bridge. Are you following? Um, yeah, Jitters is going to go after. He, he Things gone bad, but he needs his arm working, too. Um, yeah, we can, we can find Brian later. But for now, we need to get a bandage on that. Okay. It's like, all right, let's keep moving that direction then. 
And I still like look back one last time. Brian, it's okay. Come on back. Brian. He ran track in high school. He's he's out of here. I'll be amazed if they don't find him. And oh wait, we're on an island. There is no next county over. <laughs> it's a big island, though. Yeah, but it's like half water. Yeah, exactly. Come on, guys, come on. Just Kelly from ahead of you. We're we're on our way. <sighs> yeah, let's go. I feel like it's- Kelly could could be in some amount of uh, danger here. Um, Jesse, you're the one that said, um, yeah, let, let's go ahead and, and follow. So why don't you roll? Uh, we got eight dice there. To, uh, no, we have see. seven. Seven. Oh, yeah, you're, seven. you are correct. Seven die no, in do. order to see how Kelly is going to fare. Oh, boy. Hey, I at least have a six and no ones. Okay. <laughs> One six, no ones. All right. What do you see? What do you do? What happens? Uh, is this mostly in relation to Kelly? Yeah, you're following Kelly. Um, not going. Uh, you won't get to the um, to the bridge quite yet. But it's just, you know, I mean, there was a chance there. Oh wait, there might still be. How many sixes did you get? One. Okay. Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> Snake eyes. Oh Ooh. nice. All right. <laughs> wow, I am not rolling very well. Rolling poorly. It's okay, we'll give you some more dice here in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it also, it yeah, also so, we, we are are our own greatest foes so far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit back and we go get another drink. You guys kill yourselves off. <laughs> yeah. Um uh with that one last call out to Brian, I look back over and see Kelly rushing up ahead. And I was like, we should really catch up. And, and as they start to trot off towards Kelly, I notice Kelly go around the corner in the corn maze to what looks like to where it goes to the bridge. And uh, one last check with check in with uh, Bitsy. Y- you doing okay, dude? No, you kicked me in the. Beep. I know. Do you? Yes. Do you need to? Do you need to go to the med station with us? I'm I'm right here with you. I'm coming. All right, let's go. I'm gonna. You you guys are so in trouble. Uh, dude, that's fine. Uh, you're not. I'm sorry. You're not supposed. To, you're not supposed to touch the. You know, actors. I, there was a thing at the beginning. You didn't respond. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm we not just... supposed to respond. I'm supposed to be a creepy little girl. Yeah, but we. And have, she's still like, a creepy little girl. She still has. Help. She still appears to have no eyes. Magical we had like help. We yeah, we needed medical help, and we were asking for it. Whatever, it's fine. All right, I'm a little girl. As long I don't know as, long as you're going to be okay. Um, are you cold? Would you like my jacket? She I'm has fine. like twenty million layers on. Face Thankfully, face paint's hot. <laughs> sorry, what'd you say, yeah. Patrick? She says, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Look, we're sorry about that. All right. Oh, I'm just moving on, not trying to be too imposing on her because I don't want to scare her off anymore. And she stalks along behind you. And anyone else a little bit dizzy? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, here, lean on me. I mean, not, yeah, like I'm dizzy, but like you're, oh, that's not good. Yeah, no, lean <laughs> on me. Ooh, this is gonna leave a scar. Oh yeah, you might be getting worse here, so I guess you probably jitters ought to roll. <laughs> um, how is that wound doing? No ones and one sick. Oh, <laughs> my dice are testing me tonight. We'll be done by dawn. <laughs> <laughs> jitters, jitters, kind of leans on Iris. Um, but. The instant he like puts his his uh, weight on her, uh, she realizes she's had to hold up people before, take them off the cross field, strong hits. This is a little more of an act than anything else. He's not putting his full weight on her, and he 
and uh, he kind of nudges her a little bit and points at the corn to show it's not moving how the wind is moving. I don't know that Iris would necessarily pick up on that. By pointing at the corn, I am, I think I'm going to assume that he's meaning like, you know, we're kind of putting on maybe a little bit extra of an act with the intent of both getting ourselves an easy way out, maybe getting ourselves out of uh, trouble for hitting uh, poor little Bitsy so hard. So I'm going to, I'm going to play along be like, oh yeah, let me get my armor on your waist. Yeah. This will totally, yeah, that's right. One step at a time. Well, how do you feel about jitters there, Iris? He's just you a dude that I know. Dude that you know. Okay. Jitters. Leading is, dude. Uh, jitters is going to look over. Gage, do you mind with the other shoulder real quick? Oh, ooh, that ground looks fun. That's spinning real fun. By the way. Yeah, let's uh, get to the bridge. Does anyone have a moment on top of their stack? I do. Aha. And so let's see. Yours is. We need an against. All I the can... odds you keep fighting. Yeah. So we'll need to, uh, we all need to be thinking about working our way toward Iris's moment. You proceed ahead. Kelly, kind of, you know, getting ahead of you enough that you can't see her very easily in the dark. But then, but then you, um, and Gage, you're kind of leading here at this point, uh, even though it is Iris, um, Iris's flashlight that is providing all the light that you have now that the moon is fully covered by clouds. And um, you come to the bridge, which is one of those kind of metal structures. It's it's really just sort of a a uh, it's a grain gantry kind of thing, but it's got. St- aluminum steps that go up on either side takes it up to about the 15 foot level you know a fair bit above the the top of the corn well it's just I guess the med we station find out, yeah it should underneath. be under the bridge but i guess we need to find out um what you see here at the bridge uh go ahead gage and give me a roll seven dice uh two sixes nice oh two sixes no ones no ones Right, I'm just going to start blowing candles out. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> just huff really, really angrily. Oh, I mean, stretch. Oh, goodness. What's happening? <laughs> Whoopsie. Do we win the game? Drink if, water if, uh, and like splash it everywhere. Oh, sorry. Oh. My, my Tourette's. I had a tick. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I was clear at the beginning. Uh, no one, no one survives this. Yes, I know. Um, so, uh, all right. You, you're at the bridge. What do you find? Um, hopefully a med station. No. What do you You're find? Narrating. You're narrating. <laughs> okay. Let me get the burp out of the way. No. <laughs> you, have, right, you have to do right the in the middle scene. of my you monologue. Have to do right? It right into the- okay. Um. Okay. I imagine I. I as we near the bridge. Um. I see Kelly climbing up to the top, and um. I like lean. Uh. Yes, Eileen jitters up against the edge and I run up the steps to catch up with Kelly. And it's like, you really got to stay close to us. We've already lost Brian. And um, we're both just kind of looking out over the corn maze. I, I just couldn't point. handle I just couldn't handle it in there anymore. Uh, I, get Gage, it. I just couldn't. It was just like I was like feeling all like closed in on every side. It was just too much. I get it. And we all need to get out of here. And I think we're all about done with this place. Mostly Gage needs some, or shh, I did it to myself. Mostly Jitters needs attention. 
and we got to find Brian. Um, hopefully we can get some people on that as soon as possible. Can you see any like med station or even the exit for that matter from here? I'm having a hard time seeing it myself. It's kind of. I mean, didn't Bitsy say it was to be like under the bridge or something? I don't know. I mean, and she looks down. What does she see? There doesn't she, like, seem to leans, be anybody. She there leans out really far over the the side of this uh, aluminum structure and <laughs> looks underneath the bridge. I comically lean out like extra far too, just to be like, I don't see anything. I don't either. What's going on, Gage? Hold me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I just kind of I let it happen. I'm not I'm not really like um going to her and like grabbing her and holding her, but I I'm just like I don't like close myself off and just let her like fall into me and like put my hand on her head and, and kind of like pat it and be like it'll be okay. She leans into him. What are the rest of you doing? Uh Jitter's leaning. Oh no, you go first. Oh, I was gonna say, uh yeah, having uh Gage having, you know, kind of leaned jitters up against the bridge. I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I can get you under there myself. Let's get you under the bridge, the med station. Okay. So you um, get jitters' arm around you and, and start being his crutch to get him um, uh, Iris, around Iris, the side take, of the bridge. Iris, don't take us under the bridge. What? Why? There's not going to be a med station, Iris. What? what? How, how do you know that? Bitsy there's says, no well, of that. course there's a med station. I just said there was a med station. There's a med station under the, oh, good Lord. It's right through here. And she uh, starts around the right side of the, uh, of the bridge steps. Um, Bitsy, no. Pushing the corn. Bitsy, no. um, I, I guess we need to see what happens here. She uh, works oh. here, man. Jitters. Oh, roll dear. It. Uh, he's got that hope die. Yeah. You guys That's can't fail a roll. You guys can't fail a roll here, apparently, so. I guess I, I made the mistake if I didn't grab my dice tray before this. And I now have a gi- giant note card that just reads always grab dice tray. Uh, one six um, on the hope die, but I also got a one. So we're losing the okay. dice. All right. Down to six dice rolling for everyone. Um, okay. Well, well, what happens? What do you, what uh, do you do? Do you jitters lunges out to grab Bitsy like right as she like enters the corn to kind of like maneuver around to get underneath the bridge but he stops like right before he touches the corn and even even iris sees it now the corn just like oh kind of like flows around bitsy and as soon as she's in it it's it closes up like someone wading through tall grass but these are corn stalks and um now it is very much visible that these this corn is not moving with the wind and uh jitters jitters shit no shit oh what the hell was that? Is that a thing that corn does? Can corn do that? Is that just like... Okay, okay, okay. Look, you, you've got a believe sticker on your Subaru, so maybe you won't think I'm just full, full batshit insane. <laughs> um, I, I came out here um, tonight. I, I heard stuff was going on here. I don't know what's, what is going on, but this isn't a normal corn maze, and I don't know what to do with that. Why the hell did you agree to come in here if you knew it wasn't normal? Because like ninety ninety nine point nine percent of this stuff is nonsense, and I it was cool, and I thought it would be I don't know Buffy the Vampire Slayer, not a horror movie come to life. I, shit, this is what Brian's gone. Kelly and Gage have been on top of the uh, bridge for a while. I mean, from your angle, you can't see them. 
Yeah, but I we can we can hear them, especially jitters. Oh, and his, oh I'm sorry. His fun uh, little can, voice. can you? I would think <laughs> oh, I could. No. Oh wait. Also, I didn't I didn't roll against um, jitters's jitters. roll there. Oh, Ooh, how many sixes did you get that last time? There, just one. Uh, one. So I tied. I'll let I'll let yours stand. I liked that well enough. But yeah, um, actually, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to take a little bit of narrative control from that just because I I did get the tie. You realize while you're talking there that um, the Gage and Kelly have been on top of the bridge now for several moments and you haven't heard them. And Gage, you don't hear the others talking down below you either. It's weird. All you hear is the susurrus of the corn did i could i at least still see them move around to move in like uh, watching bitsy go into the corn no because the way that this is the bridge is it's very it's pretty long it's actually like maybe 30 feet long and you had gotten you know 10 or 15 feet down it and then we're leaning over the edge so you can't see um you know, the angle is not right to have seen any of that. And of course, that was when Kelly came over and, and kind of leaned into you. So it wasn't like you were able to be looking over the edge anymore. Okay. So, I mean, you'd have to go back toward the um, toward the way you came up a little bit in order to um, see them or hear them over the sound of the corn. All right. Um, any uh, big lights that I see in the distance or nearby for that matter? Let's find out, shall we? Oh, no. Yes, please. Oh, God. <laughs> Roll it. Uh, it is six times. Act under pressure. Oh, wait. I got one six. <laughs> I got one six and a one. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. Well, my six ties your six, so I get narrative control. <laughs> oh, dear. I still don't fail, though, do I? The candle doesn't go out. No. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> but I have uh, narrative control over the uh, events yes. of your success, such as it is. Now you can always seize narrative control by putting out a candle. Hmm. Also, if you would fail on a critical roll, you could seize narrative control by sacrificing yourself and dying. Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. Now, since we're a podcast, I don't recommend that. But <laughs> so here's what happens. So as you realize that you aren't able to see or hear the others anymore, you gauge kind of uh, put Kelly to not arm's length, but you you push her away enough that you can look around and you see a couple of spots of light in the maze itself. One of them is a strange red glow. Uh, another is uh, what appear to be the flickering lights of tiki torches. And yet another place, the fire seems to be spinning, like moving around and strange shapes are being cast upon the corn in that area. All of these are not close. In the further distance, you just see darkness all around, except no, no, in fact, darkness all around. Uh, none of the bright lights you feel like you should be seeing from the entranceway from where you came into the corn. Oh, all right. Should have put out a candle and taken narrative control, shouldn't you? Yeah. We should get back to the others, Kelly. That said, as you go back down the stairs, uh, the way that you came, 
or the way you think you came. Roll one more time for me. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Wait, since I rolled a one, I still lose one, right? Yeah. So we're now down to five. Five is what you're rolling. No sixes for me. One, six, one, one. Dang it. Oh. Okay. Nice. Well, you That's start down the, the stairs. Pool? What do you see? At first, I'm looking around and freaking out a little bit until I see, um, until I do look like kind of like around the corner of the staircase and, and, and I see, I do see jitters and Iris there, like looking into the corn, like what's going on? Where did she go? Where's uh, Bitsy? She, she, she just walked into the corn and it opened up and yeah, it's, it's okay. She's, um, she's, she's, um, the, the medical station has moved. It's, it's not under the bridge anymore. She's going to get help. Don't worry. Everything's okay. She said we should we should try and make her make our make way to one of the more uh, actor heavy areas. There might be some medical people there, so we just need to keep moving. I don't feel like personally Gage in his head is like uh, the swirly light fire thing didn't sound inviting. The red light was not very inviting. The closest thing that looked like to anything of the original corn maze was the tiki torches. So I'd be like, okay, well, then let's keep moving. She works here. She knows her way around and yeah. try and lead us to the next uh, Tiki Torch. Okay. So that's going to be across the bridge would be your best bet. Now, sh- should we go to the Tiki Torches? I mean, if that's where we were, then there's nobody there. And did you see anything else when you were up there? Two other sources of light, but I'm not very comfortable with the way they look. They just look like attractions. Yeah, we kind of need attractions. We need more. I need people with bandages and something. Yeah, how are you doing there? How's that wound coming along? You should probably roll. Yeah. Oh, no. Not today. Not today. Yes. Two two sixes, a five, two fives, and a four. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And no sixes for me. There should have only been four dice rolled. Hope die. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I forget about your hope die. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So how is your how is your wound doing? Um, I know you're worried about it, but it doesn't. um, Is it still bleeding pretty heavily or what's going on? He's he's covered it back up again. Jitters is not like. Is it growing corn? (laughs) I wish I would have thought of it because that would have been fun. No, it uh, it's it's about the same. He's not. It's not so deep that he's like bleeding, like like spurting blood. But he has some blood still coming out of him. He's still leaking his juices, but he's not leaving a blood trail. Um, he doesn't notice this, but whenever the blood hits the ground, it just gets like uh sucked in. Like if you were looking at like a stop, uh, like a time lapse photo of a flower drinking water, but. <sighs> <laughs> but like that uh, but jitters has no idea and he hasn't noticed that <laughs> yikes okay all right, all right. Well, come on up i'll point out what i can see um right. and uh, if they so do you go to the to top of the, the bridge. bridge i wonder if it's the same now oh no <laughs> he's gonna make this roll again <sighs> gage yes <laughs> roll away <laughs> nope oh no uh, he did roll one six yeah, you, I did not, and I rolled a one. Oh, oh you did roll no. a one? So yeah. if you wanted to burn a virtue or a vice, you could um, 
I mean, whatever's on top there. Yeah, my vice is gone, so it's my virtue. And you could try to turn that uh, one into a six. (laughs) Just the only way that this isn't going to result in a candle going out. I just don't know how my virtue is going to play out at this point in time. Let's see. That is um, generous, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hmm. Well, I'm not sure. But do you want to try to save the one? I mean, we can probably figure it out. You can work something out. I'm going to let it Although go. Although it's, you know, I mean, it, yeah, you've got a let, one and let, six here. So. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to let it go. Honestly, we have more candles than cards at the moment. So yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll start going pretty fast here. <laughs> hey, this means we reset our dice pool, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Dice pool will be set at Two, seven. Seven, seven. <clears throat> Seven candles remain. These things are true. Oh, I forgot about the crazy stuff. The world is dark and gauge. The corn maze has changed again. The lights that I saw are not in the same place. Okay. Um, the, the clouds uh, come out from in front of the moon. We get some moonlight. All right. Jitters. Something has smelled the blood and it is hungry. <laughs> well, there's an Dang. and in there, so sorry. No, but, something, uh, something has smelled the blood. Something has picked up your trail. I love it. It is at the base of the stairs. <gasps> I made a mistake. Oh, no. Wait, that's your truth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the base of the... Oh my god. Goodness. Mm. Sorry, Twitch. So, just to clarify, it's at the base of the stairs. It here referring to the thing that has. Yeah, you don't necessarily need. I mean, you don't necessarily see it or whatever, but it is at the base of the stairs. The thing that has smelled the blood. Gotcha. Oh, could be Bitsy. We don't know. (laughs) But yeah, you are up, Gage. Yeah, the world is dark. Yes, Uh, (laughs) I I could say that. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the world now has moonlight though um, yeah you can't contradict me <laughs> uh, we hear Bitsy scream in the distance oh no oh, Bitsy. no! well at least we don't have to fight her later uh, well we don't know that <laughs> uh, that's also very true and incredibly disconcerting Ooh. <laughs> uh, how about this we do see all of the lights that Gage described, they're just not in the same places. Right. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. So the remaining truth is and we we are are alive. alive. (laughs) For the moment. (laughs) All right. As you gain the top of the of the bridge and look around, you are confused, Gage. You see the lights, but they are not where you remember them being. Now, on the other side of the bridge, headed down through those corridors, is that spinning light, the spinning fire. And uh, the red is uh, behind you now. And the tiki torches are just, they're further away and nowhere where you thought they should be. But that isn't what draws your attention. Um, That isn't what gains all of your attention or two things happen almost simultaneously as 
the moon breaks free from the clouds which had clung to it like lichen on a rock or like a leech upon the side of a silver shark in the depths of the sea, that light shines down. And as the light shines down, you see something, something coming up the stairs, something made like a scarecrow. You might think that's your first thought is it's a scarecrow, but it's not. It's corn stalks bound together by their own their own strands almost, but in a cloak of darkness. It's hard to tell because of the shifting patterns of shadow. And at the same time, you hear Bitsy scream from somewhere much further away than where she should be, um, ages and ages away, it seems. But you recognize the scream, the same one that she made when you kicked her in the chest gauge and hit her over the head with a mallet, Iris. But this thing, this something is crawling up, up the stairs over the edge it's not standing walking it's on four legs it's on elbows and knees it's a humanoid shape but it's it's also just stalks wound about of corn in a cloak of dried leaves and and stalk stuff tassels <laughs> and it's coming for you what do you do Anyone? You notice this? Do we all notice it? Yes, you do. Okay. I don't know if you're an actor or not. Scarecrow, you better have seen, if you haven't seen the Wizard of Oz, you better be prepared because if you don't (laughs) back off, I'm going to set you on fire and then pour water on you. That's a nope. Uh. (laughs) It rises up to its full height, nine feet, (laughs) and it, it's, where its face should be, where the head is, where the corn curves around, it splits open, breaks apart like you saw the, the corn stalks do down below. And it just splits all the way through and you can see behind it, but you also know that it is howling. It is howling the sound of the wind in the corn and it is a rustling that gets into your very brains. I'm going to whirl around and just shove everybody down the other side of the bridge. It doesn't matter where we run. We're just running. All right. Let's see how that goes for you. Iris roll. There are seven dice and you have, did you get your hope? No. You're, you're headed for your hope. You are now trying. Are you trying right now? In fact, to uh, get that. I mean, it's. um, Oh, sure. Yes, I will say I'm going to try for my moment um, that against this impossible thing that we are seeing, I'm going to make sure me and my team continue to move and continue to run. (laughs) Thanks, Dice. It's um, one, one and no sixes. Um, So you get to burn the hope. um, This is a weird one because you get to burn the hope before you roll. Oh yes. So what is what is underneath your hope dot or your um, your moment? Uh, virtue, which is team player. Would you like to burn that in order to try to get a six from that one? <sighs> this might be a bad time to have a one. This is a very bad time to have a one. Well, yeah, you don't have a six though, right? I don't have a six. So a candle's going I... to go out. 
if I re-roll, there's such a low chance that I would get a a six though. And that's the only thing that's gonna make burning my virtue worth it, is if I would get a six on this roll. Right, but your hope will now be gone. You're not oh. going to be able to rise against these odds. Right. You, do, you get a six, you get your hope too. You get your hope dice too. Oh, do I? Yes. Because oh, a six okay. would make it a success. Well, in that case, I will burn my virtue, which is team player. And that plays in perfectly to what I'm doing, Okay. which is trying to make sure everyone gets off this bridge. I'm making sure my whole team is running. Woo! That was big. Roll away. Smoking. Oh my God, you guys, I got a six. <laughs> Woohoo! Long odds. Every so often something comes out. Awesome. Works out is maybe an overstatement. Is survivable? <laughs> Now, All survival right. is a little too much to ask in this game. So you have but... you have spent a lot on this, so yes. make it worth it. Uh, describe the hell out of this scene. Okay, um, so we're on the bridge. It's arched. There's steps down the other side. Ahead of us is this spinning fire attraction. And behind us is this crawling corn doll made of corn. Its head has just opened and it's howling in the voice of the wind and the corn. Like, for a moment before it stood up, I was tempted to just baseball swing my mallet at it. But um, as soon as it rises up, I know there's no actor in there and something weird is going on. And I just turn and um, Jitters are right next to me. I'm going to push him on the shoulder and get him started running. And I am going to... uh, then next, I'm also, I'm just starting to starting to run. I'm pushing him ahead of me. Gage is next. I'm going to push him ahead of me too. Kelly's up ahead and she sees what I'm doing and she starts to, to turn and to run. Uh, meanwhile, behind us, this thing, it doesn't have to move fast because it's never had to move fast, but it's stepping along and it's in its bipedal form. Uh, it's <laughs> now that the moon's out, it's silhouetted against the moon with its head fully open and the uh, wreaths of corn around it glowing like a halo in the moonlight as we stumble down the steps on the other side um uh one of us takes a tumble i'm gonna say it's probably kelly um but i yank her up by the elbow and uh i run for her until she can stay on her feet and we stumble out into the circle where the uh where the uh, i'm assuming this is a fire dancer um is performing maybe <laughs> so you have a hope die now, so that should help out with this next roll on what we oh, see dear. when you run into the run into the clearing. Um, okay, so how many normal dice do I have now? Do I still have six normal dice? Seven. Uh, or seven normal dice? Seven, yeah. I preemptively threw one away. Hold on. And then one regular, so I got one six. Okay, so seven normal dice, one hope dice. Mm-hmm. Right. Two sixes, one one. Your two sixes beat my one six, but uh, I'm assuming that the one you're going to let go away. Yeah. What's on top of your stack now? Uh, what's on top of my snack stack now is my brink. I've made it all the way down. <laughs> okay. We and does anybody have their moment? Well, I mean, I guess there's only um, only one moment left. Do you have uh, what's at your top of your stack, uh, Jesse? Jesse? Yeah, uh, my virtue's at the top right now. Okay. Oh, right. All right. Well. Oh, that's right. I succeeded, so I keep narrating. Yes. Um, hmm. I think, yeah, it is a fire dancer. They're, it's not immediately obvious what um, gender they're presenting as. They're in, like, one of those really, like, skin-tight bodysuits. 
um, and it's painted so they look kind of cool and stripy and uh, in shades of green and yellow. They've got like dreadlocks piled up in a really cool, you know, mane on their head. And um, they're they're fire dancing for an audience of nobody. And they're just they appear to be just like super in the zone, just just dancing there by themselves. And uh, we run up to this fire dancer and we're like, please, please, there's something after us and we have to get to a medical station. And we're kind of babbling, talking over one another. Um, and not, none of us is super making sense. And um, we can't seem to get this person's attention. They just keep like eyes half closed, just continuously moving in this uh, in this never ending whirl of fire. And as we turn to check on the status status of the corn monster, the bridge is empty and silhouetted against the moon. All right. Well, here you are. What are you doing, um, Jitters? Uh, Jitters. It's been a while since you had some coffee. He doesn't need it at the moment. Um, Jitters is like tapping this um, this fire dancer and trying to get. Once he sees there, he's not getting their attention. Their eyes are half glazed over. He's gonna try and rip the uh, the fire dancing pole from their hands. I was gonna say because if you're trying to tap them on the shoulder, there's fire swirling around too. So yeah, I guess we probably ought to see how this goes for you. Yeah, we. We ought to see how this goes. Oh, by the way, uh, Sharon, remember that uh, you can um, re-roll all of your dice by uh, whether they're sixes or ones or whatever uh, by oh. embracing your brink. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant I could have done it last time, and I was like, that would no, be nice. No, but- just just by embracing your brink. Uh, uh, no. Yep. See what happens. I have one six myself. It's you take narrative control. I have one six and no ones. Okay. But I do. Uh, how many dice did you roll? Uh, I rolled six um, plus my hope die. You grab a hold of this fire rope that uh, this person is, is swinging around, dancing with. It's, it's spinning around their torso. It, they, they pop it with their feet. It, it flies up. It creates a hypnotic pattern in the air, but you grab it and then um, they, uh, their eyes like clear and look at you and they start to say, what are you? And then you hear Bitsy's scream again, but now it is closer and you see two in the darkness beyond this clearing, beyond this place where the fire dancer is, you see the corn raise up above the rest of the stalks and you see a form in held in the corn is it bitsy is it brian is it kelly is it (laughs) um is it someone you don't know in any case then silhouetted against that moon the the treacherous clouds having revealed the light the form is ripped apart and the blood spray against the um, against the moon creates, for a moment, almost a red moonlight. And then the corn subsides, but the ripples of it against the wind start coming toward this clearing. Oh, no. But you you got the attention of the fire dancer, so good for you. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly. I got a fire rope. I got fire in a cornfield. 
Guys, this is a bad movie, Corn Maze. <laughs> it, just, it just ripped them apart. What's happening? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Shit. Listen, you guy, we need medical attention. We can't find a medic station. And our friend is hurt. And we are, we're calling it quits, whatever safe word you guys use. We're using it we need to be escorted out uh, uh jitters jitters does something in the heat of the moment uh he pulls his van his hoodie up and uh he's gonna take that burning into that fire rope and slam it into the cut jitters what the hell <laughs> trying to like full on fuse this bad okay, then fuse it although shot. i was curious to see what gage was doing i believe that's a roll for jitters <laughs> yeah <laughs> one six no ones Nice. Well, uh, no sixes for me. So, what happens? Wow, what what's this scene look like? Shitters screams, and this is pro- this is the most pain he has ever been in. Um, and he 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 drags this heated burning into this rope up his arm in the cut, and just like the the groove is burned shut. Um, and he drops the rope on the ground. And as he does, he like he starts to fall and looking where that corn monster was, where the, the shifting of the corn is coming from, he kicks that um that rope as hard as he can, the flaming rope into the dry corn and just just pants on the ground, just holding his arm, tears just like streaming down his face. He'd be screaming, but he like his voice is gone. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna drop down on my knees beside him. In my purse, one of the things I did bring was one of those teeny tiny bottles of apple juice in case somebody was dehydrated. And I'm gonna pour that on his <laughs> arm and attempt to soothe attempt to soothe his his burning flesh. All right. Gage, what are you doing? So the one fire dancer kind of came out of the trance mm-hmm. and um, looks a little shocked as uh jitters takes the rope with the burning ball of uh, flame on the end of it and kicks it into the corn. Of course, the fire dancer was um, not looking the, that direction, um, apparently ignoring the screams, too. I mean, it is a haunted corn maze. Yeah. And, and, and the body being ripped apart by the, t- the 20-foot-tall corn, um, I guess, as well. Yeah, not facing that direction. So, yeah, with all of that, um, just straight out the fire dancer. Can you lead us out of here? Um, well, I, I, I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, you, we uh, need to go what, now. What the, uh, she's looking at, um, um, jitters and, and having just, you know, cauterized his wound. I, 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 yeah, I maybe, um, uh, whew, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're trying to help out jitters there, Iris, right? We've lost Iris for the moment, but um, so, okay, Gage, um, the fire dancer um, nods. Sorry, my cat's cat's getting into mischief. The fire dancer nods and uh, heads for a an offshoot out of this crop circle area. But Iris, I mean, you're trying to tend to Jitter's wounds to a certain extent. I guess we should see how that goes. Um, yeah, I mostly wanted to uh, stop the extent or the uh, stop him from 
being burned further than what's already been done. No sixes for me. Um, I got no sixes and lots of ones. <laughs> uh, right. Well, you could embrace your brink and re-roll everything. You could um, let it go and a candle will go out and bad things will happen. Not that I mean, they're not already happening, but yeah, they're already happening. <laughs> um, I don't feel like this is the right moment for my brink. So I'm gonna let it let it go. How's Gage doing in all this? So great. <laughs> Iris, you pour your apple juice onto the wound or whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's and juice. as you do so, Jitter's arm begins to sprout. <laughs> oh no. Corn grows from the harsh earth of the burned (laughs) wound, writhing out, growing from shoots to stalks to crusty um, late fall dry husks. And then the entire arm from the elbow down just falls off. (laughs) It writhes for a few moments on the ground and then starts burrowing into the oh earth. Why? Why'd you have to do the apple juice? I'm sorry, you can only use one hand to rub your temples, jitters. <laughs> <laughs> However, the wound does appear to be cauterized. <laughs> Just not the way you thought. <laughs> when, when life gives you apples, corn. you make Apple corn. Out corn. Out out in the corn, something moves closer, and six candles remain. The world is dark. (laughs) How am I supposed to follow that? Um, okay. Uh the world is dark. The uh, clouds cover up the moon again. All right. And jitters. Jitter feels the earth humming, and it feels... And no, jitters, jitters feels the earth humming. Okay. Let me, let me rephrase that. Jitters feels a connection with the corn. There we go. Uh, That's yes. less ambiguous. So unbelievably ambiguous. There we go. <laughs> All right. My turn. The ball of fire that jitters kicked out into the corn goes out. We can hear Brian calling out for us. The calls are coming from the opposite direction that we saw Brian disappear in. I thought you were going to say the calls are coming from inside the house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, from the opposite direction of where? Yeah, so like if we saw Brian run to the north, uh, the calls are coming from the south. Yeah, but we're all turned around now anyway. Yeah, it's all turned around. I mean, want to go with something else? I mean, um, that was a long time ago when he disappeared. Yeah, it was a long time ago when he disappeared. Um, the 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 fire dancer. You could always say stuff like "It's not Brian" or. <laughs> that's what I was implying. That's what I was trying to apply. Yeah, let's let's um. You don't let's... have to imply anything in truth. So you can yeah, just say it outright. That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I was trying to be ambiguous again. It's not Brian. Oh, man, though. What was your actual wording, um, 
cage. Did you say we you hear Brian calling or you hear Brian's voice? We hear Brian calling for us. Like calling our names? Yeah. Okay. I guess that's interpretable enough. Okay. And one left. Three, two, one. And we, and we are, are alive. alive. It is dark. The moon has once again been obscured by thick clouds that have rolled in. The light that was given to this clearing by the swirling of the fire dancer's rope has now gone out out there in the corn, put out by its own momentum, put out by something else. You don't know. The fire dancer began to lead you in a in a direction, but then you hear Brian's voice, not from the direction that the fire dancer is going, but from behind you. And well, you're not sure. It might not quite sound like Brian. It might sound like the rustling of the corn, but it's hard to tell over the screams of Jitters, who is looking at the missing arm and also up and out into the corn as if it's waiting for him out there somewhere. That arm in the corn, in the (laughs) night, in in the dark. dark. (laughs) I fling the water ball around. Water uh, the apple juice bottle on the ground, and I scramble away from it. And I'm like, "Oh, uh, jitters, jitters!" Like, stops screaming and goes quiet, and then like stands up and kind of brushes himself up. It's okay, Iris. No, it's, it's not. No, it's it's not bleeding anymore, and that's what matters. How can you say it's not okay, jitters? None of this is okay. Come on, come on. We just gotta let's, go. let's find let's find our way out of the maze. Don't worry. Hmm. What has uh, the the fire dancer done up to this point? After I was like, can you lead us out of here? We need to go. Good question. It's really dark now, and there is just the light of uh, the keychain, which may or may not be pointed in the correct direction. So um, go ahead and roll there. Gage. Oh, boy. Oh, and we're <laughs> down to how many? Six, six, six dice core six. dice. I have four. No sixes on my end, though. Six and a one. Okay, you can let the one go. That's a good question. I don't know. Not even thinking about it this entire time, I pull out my... I don't know. Um, I'm going to let it go for now. Yeah, you you can't. This is a virtue. Yep, there's nothing I can really... Dang it. I always get them in the wrong order. <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, so much of it is chance, too. Like... Yeah. All right. Well, the... How many sixes did you get? One. Okay. Well, it's your it's your narrative, so go for it. Oh yeah. Okay. And the fire is completely out. There's nothing left going of it. Uh, nope. That that was a truth. It went out. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I heard that right. This isn't to say it couldn't be relit, but it is completely out. Yeah. And in the corn. Uh, as I'm like ushering the um fire dancer along. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I I hearing Brian call out. Brian. If I get no response to that, then I just keep moving along Help and try me. to usher everybody else along. Help. Oh, man. <sighs> Jitters is like, uh, I'm assuming the voice is leading us towards the corn. Yeah, I mean, there's there's paths that you could take in that direction, but it's going away from the direction that the fire dancer is presumably leading you out. Brian, wherever you are! 
the path. Don't touch oh. the corn. Jitters is, is going to reach out with his one remaining hand and put it on Gage's, uh, Gage's shoulder. Um, that's not Brian Gage. The corn. He's in the corn. We need to get out. He'll find his own way out. Let's go this way, where the fire go. was going. Yep, let's go. And I, I right. turn him and, and push him along and grab Iris and be like, we got to get out of here now. Yeah, I know. Wait, what ended up happening to Kelly? She tripped? <laughs> yeah. Oh, was with us. <laughs> yeah, we... No one's mentioned her for a while. <laughs> no, but um, Jesse just did, so let's find out. Oh, no. I know she got off the bridge with us, and that's the last thing. So that's me rolling her. again. Oh, I need... I need fives as my power dice. <laughs> You're at oh no, five that's dice a bad face. That's a sad face. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and another candle goes out. Yeah, that's three ones. Oh dear. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Can your generosity come into play here? I. Uh... How generous are you? Are you willing to reach into the corn for her? <laughs> <laughs> Can it be a metaphorical generosity, like? If your feet hurt, I'll carry you. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, I imagine that, you know, thinking about Kelly at, in that moment, I would like halfway run back the path just to check. But the, I don't know how that is generous. Giving a, I mean, giving of yourself, that's generosity. Yeah. Um, you know, risking yourself, that's generous. Play, I mean, it plays into your... You know, your virtue or your vice doesn't go away either. And, and yeah. your generosity can also it's be still part you know, of me. Combined into that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I mean, if you want to, if you don't want to, then uh, you can continue saving it. Uh, um, uh, I'll burn it. Okay. Three dice. Oh. Nope. Two more ones. Okay. Oh, dear. Well, you turn back for a moment, Jason. Sorry. That's the wrong character. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Wow, I didn't even question that. Probably because this is also something Jason would do. You turn back for a moment, Gage. You're torn. You know you haven't seen or heard Kelly for a few moments, but, I mean, she was with you. You haven't heard her scream. You've heard Brian. You've heard Bitsy, but not Kelly. And you turn back and... You go back into the clearing, even as the others follow the follow the fire dancer. But as you do so, here in the shadows in the dark, a form rises up in front of you, and it has the rough shape of Kelly. And it leans in, and with the rustling of corn, says, "I'm right here, lover boy." <laughs> as ahead of the others. The fire dancer is pulled into the corn. Oh, no. oh. I did this. I made terrible mistakes. Oh. Yeah. Six oh. candles remain. The world is dark, and these things are true. Wait, you didn't actually. It goes the other the way. Candle. Did I not? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, I was gonna say it should have... be five. Yeah. Right. I'll do it again. Oh, I'll say it right. I'm definitely gonna play this on Halloween night. This is fantastic. Isn't this a great game? It's such a good game. It's so fun. Oh, this is, fan- this is fantastic. I would have been all over this in like middle school. Oh my god, I spent so much time on Ouija when this was like right next door. Right? What was I doing? 
What was five candles remain? Yeah, five candles remain, and these things are true. The world is dark. Engage. Anything could be true here. You could say that it really is Kelly if you want. I know, and that's kind of what I was thinking. I was just wondering if there was a different way to word that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and uh, that is Kelly, and she seems to be okay. Nope. Other than sorry, dang it, no. <laughs> That is no Kelly. conjunctions. <laughs> that is Kelly. All right. Whether it's the right Kelly or not, it's to be seen. <laughs> it's a Kelly. Iris. Uh, it gets harder as this game goes on. Okay, so it is Kelly. Nearly anything can be true. I know. This is the speaking of truths. The path ahead of us leads to... Uh, as we co- go along, it leads to another six-pointed intersection. Oh, yeah, because we don't need more of those. <laughs> the path in front of you... Oh, isn't it? Wait, oh, isn't wait it it's not my turn. Sorry. It's jitters. It's jitters. Okay. This path at the junction has a table and two lit tea torches. Oh, yes, I do get one. The table is covered with the dissected remains of Brian. Oh. <laughs> Yuck. And... Oh, wait a minute. Conjunctions. Oh, no. no. He's got special. Three, the last one. Two, two one. One. And, and we, we are, are alive. alive. <laughs> Not Brian, though. Except Brian. <laughs> but we are. But we are. That's what matters. In the end, that's what really matters. For now. So, Kelly... Says, you thought she said in the voice of corn, I'm right here, lover boy. But maybe that was just the corn whispering out in the dark because now Kelly is pressing herself up against you and she is not corn. She is not stalks. She is not the rended body parts of whoever that was out there in the corn, but rather warm, bright Kelly. Let's go, let's go, let's go. She runs with you, Gage, as you catch up to the others. You almost thought that you might not, that you would be split apart again. But no, there they are ahead of you, stumbling into a lit clearing, another one of those six exited junctions with a table and two tiki torches. But they all come up short at the entrance to it. And as as Jitters raises his arms to his head at the sight that he sees. Well, his arm. Given that one of those arms is mostly missing, you can see through that area to the table beyond, and you see Brian's head sitting there like a like a pig's head on a on a banquet table, but surrounded by a meal of his own flesh. That's gross. What do you all do? Jitters. Jitters is kind of holding his head and then looks at the remains and uh, takes it down. And he has like a curious look on his face. He's going to walk over and take the the remains, kind of kind of blocking the others off. Not not in like a, I'm doing something secretive. It's like he's he's just doesn't want them to have to see him moving a body or the body in general, and is going to take them and uh, kind of like basket with his half arm and his other arm and uh he's gonna set them 
it like at the corn line um and put them in so they're covered by the corn put the body parts into the corn yeah all right as jitters is starting to do this what do the rest of you do goodness i'm gonna kind of get gage and kelly and like kind of pull them away a little bit and then um i'm going to just be like guys i really don't i think jitters is acting really weird and i i don't really know what to do about it but like he's freaking me out man and (laughs) jitters places a finger on top of um brian's head can jitters hear what they're saying i would doubt it it's a pretty big clearing but no that makes i mean sense. agreed we need that we need those torches and i walk over and i grab the two tiki torches up and try and pull them up out of the ground um, well, let's see if the corn maze is going to let you have those torches roll it <sighs> looks like we lost sharon uh one six one one uh, i cannot get sixes Okay, what's on top of your stack? Um, my moment. At long last. Yeah, somebody right. else helped you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will take away a, one of those dice. So there are four left in the common pool. And you didn't roll any sixes? Um, hold on, we're having technical difficulties. Let's go ahead and take a break while um, Sharon is working on her tech. Uh, technical difficulties resolved, we hope. All right, where were we? Yeah, so the torches. We're going to grab up some tiki torches. You succeeded, right? So remind me of your roll again. Uh, The six and the one, and I had to wait. Okay. Wait, what? Did I already take out the... Yes. Yeah, so narrate what's happening here. You get the tiki torches and... I hand one to... Well, I hand it out toward Iris and Kelly. And whoever grabs it. Wow, that's a mm, man. Whoever grabs it. Whoever grabs it is just like begging me to make you make a roll. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> leaning more towards handing it to Iris um, and then taking the other one and just being like, Jitters, we got to go. We got to keep moving. Uh, you're you're right. There we go. Now that's out of there. Um, what's the corn doing as I put the body into it well, i guess you can roll and then one of us will tell us what's happening <laughs> it, makes, it makes chewing noises and then a humorous burp sound uh one six no zeros one six i have narrative control well that's good you have no zeros since the yeah. dice don't have zeros on them <laughs> that is very fair <laughs> so jitters no carefully gotcha. with his one arm carefully goes Back and forth between the table and the corn, the corn and the table, and places very carefully the body parts, the entrails that he's gathered up in one of his hands there at the edge of the corn. And as the corn whispers uh, secrets to him, perhaps, Brian seems to wink and a corn stalk comes out of his mouth, growing there. And slowly, ever so slowly, the parts are pulled away. You don't see this, Jitters. You 
more or less know what will happen as you turn and walk away from the the corn. But the others, Kelly and Gage and Iris, you see the corn pulling the body parts back, accepting the offer. Let's go. It's time to go. (laughs) Gage, uh, Iris, you have the twitches. You should lead the way. Yeah. um, That's oh so wrong. And I think we should have (sighs) one person with a torch at the front and one person with a torch at the back. That sounds like a good idea. You and Kelly can be in the middle. All right. And stay close. And not like running, but definitely going at a semi-hurried pace. Look, checking back every once in a while to make sure everybody's still following and just going somewhere. All right. You run down the, the corridors of corn, the torches uh, flaring and doing that wind hiss that they do um, as, as you run um, the oily scent of their burning in the air. Between you and Iris also comes Kelly trying to keep up with Gage as best she can, occasionally looking to either way. What happens next, though, since you're leading, Gage, is up to your role. It's up to my role. I have Uh, five. You have four core and a hope die. I have have five dice. I couldn't roll a single six. (laughs) I have no no hope yet. Okay. It's not your not your night, is it, Patrick? Mm-hmm. Well, I got get... neither sixes nor ones. Oh goodness! Oh dear. Well, that doesn't allow you to burn that vice that's at the top of your stack. My so, moment. So a candle goes out. Oh no! Oh no! Did we lose another Actually, one? Actually, I think another candle went out oh, because yeah. now there's just three. There's just three. Yeah. Oh goodness. my god, guys! Two. Oh. Two of them went out. Oh, my. This must be going to be bad here. Oh, no. You're running. You're running. And you come into another one of those clearings. And there are movie screens here. And on them are playing. Maybe once they were playing horror movies here in the heart of the corn maze. Maybe they were showing. Um, Black Christmas, perhaps, um, or um, Hell Night. Uh, but whatever horror movies they were showing, those aren't the horrors showing on those screens now. There are other horrors here. You see in one of them Brian again getting lost in the corn, running through the corn, pushing through it, even as it seems to open up around him. But he comes into suddenly an opening. He stumbles out. Our view is of his face as he looks at first at the ground and then looks up and we see the, the dawning horror in his eyes, the widening as he sees something that our camera does not in another on another scene on another screen we see the fire dancer being pulled by stalks of corn out into the corn itself there rended limb from limb we see in another a tall burly man um not wearing anything but overalls bare chested but with a chainsaw in his hand, 
And we our our camera view is just looking at him as his eyes go wide, as he lifts the chainsaw up and runs forward, not in his moment of panic, remembering that there is no chain on that saw. And then silence there, our screen being splattered with blood as the screen is splattered with blood where the fire dancer went, as the screen is splattered with blood on the screen where um, Brian was, as we see on another, yes, that's right, our our young creepy girl, Bitsy, uh, Bitsy, as she is lifted high into the air and torn asunder too, and blood splatters that screen, and then all the screens are covered in blood, but the blood isn't staying on the screen, it is pouring down it and out of it and through it and onto the waiting corn around this clearing on the tamped down stalks that provide the floor of this clearing and the the corn sucks it up and begins to move and whisper and gyrate and another candle went out no (laughs) oh my god and all around things begin to come toward you there are two candles remaining these things are true the world is dark and we no there's there's still, still one. one truth to be said. I believe this all goes back to a failure on um, on uh, Gage's part. Yeah, and we still got fire. You still we have still got fire. fire. And those TV torches we... are lasting. And go. And we <laughs> and we are alive. Alive. So mm. far, so far we're alive. We're <laughs> it's this is fine. This, mm-hmm. this is okay. the epitome of this is fine. <laughs> yes. So whatever other truths there might have been are lost as those candles went out. <sighs> All right. Blood flows from the screens, but you do still have light. Two last remaining flickers of light in the darkness that has now fallen all across this corn maze on Save Island on this Halloween season night. What do you do? Things are I... coming. Um, if we're still following my lead, I'm still I'm going uh kind of across, trying to avoid the screens as much as I can, unless I can reach out and light one of them on fire as we pass by it. You could possibly do so, but it is coated in blood. It is still uh, flowing with rivers of blood, perhaps the blood of all the people who were here. Okay. In the corn maze or on the island tonight. If it's pouring that much blood off of it, I'm just going to try and avoid that as much as possible. It's shining elevator levels of blood. A lot of blood. All right. Um. Yeah. Then just trudging Running. forward through another path. What are you doing, Iris? Go, 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 go. Iris, take the lead. Just I'm going. Sure wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. When would Gage send somebody Sit. else? Up? He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Alrighty. Jitters is gonna push Kelly into the corn. I I'm gonna round on Jitters, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and stop him from pushing Kelly into the corn. Okay. Well, I've Jitters. Been my eye on him, and Jitters initiated this, so mouth. it's Jitters' roll. Oh. There are two dice plus your hope die still. 
Nope. One, one, uh, a three, and a three. Nope. What do you have left on your pile? Uh, vice, a virtue, and brink. All right. I mean, you could uh, burn your vice in order to um, try to reroll that one. That actually does make sense. I'm going to burn my vice paranoid. Oh. I, all right. So I'm going to reroll that one. Oh. Rolled another one. Mm. Nope. All right. Well, we know what happens now. All right. Well, um, you try to push Kelly into the corn jitters, but your paranoia was not unfounded. She is Kelly, but somewhere along the line, running through all the corn, she must have gotten cut. She must have gotten the corn inside of her somewhere. And as you push her, she bursts from within exploding outward in a just a a a, a, a tornado almost of corn a a great twining of stalks and ears. a tornado oh sorry it's a horror and humor one. podcast <laughs> in a tornado of entrails and ears of corn and stalks and tassels splattering you all over and the but before she dies she leans hard against you and says into your ear you cannot run from it i try and then she is no more and you are left covered in that gore there is one candle remaining these things are true the world is dark and we are alive. Yes. Now, when a roll would indicate that the candle should be... Oh, oh no. Oh, this is bad, guys. Wait, no, Patrick, keep talking. <laughs> Talk faster. No. It doesn't, Finish your sentence. It doesn't matter. If the, if the candle would normally be put out... I know it says that no candle can be relit, but I believe the last one is kind of thematically important. important so. <laughs> I love how that happened after Kelly said that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Good dramatic some... timing on that candle's part. Ghosty goose. This candle <laughs> will go out. <laughs> <laughs> if your rolls would indicate that a candle would go out, it does not go out until the last of you dies. Instead, each time you fail a roll, you get to narrate your death. When the last of you dies, I will put the candle out and we will have a moment of silence for our characters. So, yeah, Kelly Cornado explosion just happened. And there are three of you left, perhaps on all of Salve Island. But perhaps, just maybe, if you can get to the entrance somehow, perhaps there is safety. There are the three of you left. How could that be? What is keeping you alive? And then you think of those marks on your head. The marks of the chosen, perhaps? Or just coincidence? Uh, you run. Yeah. Jitters is taking off. He's like, he grabs uh, Iris's arm with uh, his one good arm, his one remaining arm, and yells at Gid, we need, we need to go now. Come with at, me. At this point, I, I have gotten a little head of you because I didn't realize that you were pushing Kelly into the corn. So I'm like a little ways ahead of you. And I turn back and look and see what's going on. Um, I stick my stick between Jitters' legs. 
and rip my arm out of his grip and I scream at him, what do you know? What the hell do you know? What did you know before coming here? What are you doing? What did you just do to Kelly? The coin did that. It wasn't me. It wasn't you, huh? It wasn't? You just shoved her into the corn because the corn made you do it? She wasn't Kelly anymore. We, we have to do this while we run. She wasn't Kelly, huh? What about you? The corn rises up, not in a multitude of places, although there is a rustling in a multitude of places, a swaying of the stalks where the wind doesn't seem to matter at all anymore, but a great rising from toward the very center of the corn maze where that red light was glowing, which would be particularly apt had I left the strange <laughs> red glow of my camera on <laughs> yeah, that happened during our technical break. Yeah. And so it rises there. And yes, the moon is obscured by the clouds, but it is lighter in the sky. And you can see this great mounded shape. And then it almost collapses back into the corn and then begins rolling toward you like a wave. But even at the same time, behind you, you see things break out, barely lit by your torchlight, break out into that clearing of where the movie screens were. Things that are like scarecrows made of corn, and they come for you. You run and you run. Who wishes to see what it is that next you run to? As they start running towards me away from those things, I think I would turn and be like, let's go and like head off again. (laughs) (laughs) What a that's I haven't uh I haven't rolled in a while. I'll go for this one. All right. There is always one dice remaining, one bit of hope. Mm-hmm. So if you have a hope die, then you can still use it. I have one regular die and one hope die? Yes. Or just the hope. Okay. Oh, geez. Yeah, I see a lot of sixes on that in that box. Yeah, I got one Five, sixes. on my hope die, but yeah. <laughs> that said, um, what did you get? I got one success on my hope die. All right. No ones. No ones. Okay. Now. Even though it is the last scene, you still could sacrifice yourself for narrative control. Or it will come soon enough. Yeah, it'll come soon enough. All right. You run and then you break into a clearing, another, and there is a building, a barn. Yes, it must be a barn. It is not well lit. It's not lit at all. But in your torchlight, the front of the barn, red, weathered, boards rising up in front of you you see the opening of the doors the wide um, doors that horses or cows could normally have gone through opening to the inside and it seems like there may be no end ever to this corn maze but perhaps there might be refuge a place to board yourself up against that which comes do you take it yeah i'll head for that all right so iris with one of the torches um, pauses only for a moment, seeing that, looking back behind, seeing the things that are crawling, leaping, striding, moving through the corn, moving down the path, seeing the wave of the larger thing behind. And she just runs right into the barn. Uh, the doors are, are, like I said, open, but they can be pulled closed. What do you do, Gage? 
a lot of it depends on how quickly I notice Iris doing that and whether it was as you know what I'm I imagine that I might have gotten a little bit and then like kind of did the skid stop maybe slip a little bit and like fall and like scramble back to my feet grab the torch up again uh, leaving a little trail of fire where some of the oil had spilt out um, around um, and then running into the how the dilapidated building with Iris. All right. Well, what do we see inside Jitters? Uh, or do you follow? No, Jitters is going to follow. Okay. So you follow them in. What do we see? So we see... Nope. You get to roll. Oh, I do get to roll. <laughs> <laughs> I only got two sixes, but I still will win. I got a five the best on my... I got a five on my hope die and a, a one. So I guess we're losing whatever dice we have left. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, no, because it's the last candle. No, so. no, the one will still go away. Oh, that's. So we're Wait. down to just hope die. All you're down to is hope die. Yeah. <laughs> I fear that this means that the end may come soon for the person who took off most of his protective mark. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, so you run into the barn, leaping over Gage as he trips, spilling oil into the into the grass around the barn, because this isn't corn matted down like elsewhere in the in the um, corn maze. Here around the barn, it's actually grass, and the oil spills there, doesn't catch, but you jitters run on past and are close behind Iris both of you starting to work on the doors, perhaps. And then Gage leaps to his feet and is almost there. So are you going to, I don't know, what's on top of your uh, stack, Jesse? Uh, my moment. A, oh, your moment. So anybody want to, you know, help? Yeah. And so since, uh, Iris, you're going to try to help. Okay. So here's somebody trying to help you, help you. Go ahead, Gage, instead of everyone, you know, instead of you helping everyone else. So you, Gage, because this is your moment, um, you you have a role here, um, but you have no dice. Right. I will let you have one die here. <laughs> okay. Sick? It needs to be a six. It is a six. Oh. Let me see what happens. This is the first time I've ever played where everyone got their hope die. All right. I still beat you for narrative control. Okay. <laughs> Although someone can sacrifice themselves for narrative control if they want. Well, seeing as that kind of gave me the hope, mm -hmm. I may actually, I may actually pull out something in my inventory. Mm -hmm. And so Iris came and helped me in. So, yeah. <clears throat> so I still, I do have narrative control over this. Yeah. But, so yes, Iris, is pulling at the door, but then she sees uh, she sees jitters just leap over uh, the uh, prone form of Gage, and she looks behind you, and her eyes widen at the things that she sees coming for you a a, um, a silently howling mass of well evil crops, and she rushes out to you. You're scrabbling for the torch, but she knows that there's not enough time. She grabs you up and says, leave it, leave it. And uh, you are helped to your feet. And she 
runs you inside, even as the creatures, the scarecrows, wash over the torch itself and put it out. But there's still the one that you have, and you are now in the barn, and the doors are coming closed. <sighs> Inside the barn, as we slam the doors and like lean up against the door, I'm looking at it to see if there's a way that we can like find a, a, a two by four or something to wedge it in in there to to secure it. Are there well, those you know, those hooks that you would drop like a bar into? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just flip us all off by making the hook. No, sign it's, with it's it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, like this, like this. These hooks that sit like this, and you drop the bar into them. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, I mean, there there might be, I suppose. Um, so, well, if there are, I was going to try and do something. But if there are not, I was not going to do anything. So. Uh, well, if you had something specific you were going to do, then Iris, then um, you get to roll it. So. Okay. Well, what I was going to do, I have this handy dandy long stick, and I was going to drop it into the hooks like a crossbeam. I got zero sixes. Wow. Ooh. I also got zero sixes, but not a, <laughs> not a one either. <clears throat> well, it doesn't matter because all you have yeah. there is your hope die. So. Yeah. Well, you know, Iris, what zero sixes mean? Yeah. Ooh. You get to narrate your own death. Yeah. So having pulled Gage into the barn successfully and gotten the doors shut. Oh, wait. Um, I'm sorry. You haven't lost your brink yet. I have not lost my brink yet. You can burn it to re-roll yeah. all of your dice. I mean, you don't, oh, you don't burn it yet, actually. You roll, and then if you fail, then you'd burn and you'd lose your hope die. But in this case, if you fail, you... You will just narrate your own death. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I have rolled, and I roll again, and then if I fail right. that roll, I burn my brink? Right. So if you decide to embrace your brink, yeah. you get to re-roll all of your dice. In yeah. this case, your hope die. If you fail, then you burn your brink okay. um, and lose your hope die. But also, in this case, you would also die, because that's where we are in the story. Right, right. Okay. This but if you succeed, if you get a six, what yeah. is your brink? My brink is, wait, is this, do I actually read it out loud? Yeah, you can, you can tell us what your, what your brink um, involves, because this is now you at your darkest moment. So yeah. live or die, you're going to be showing us all what it is you're yeah. capable of. This was, um, this will be interesting giving, given another player, I get, you know, character I play in a game that you GM. I have seen you in a furious state. You threw out care and pummeled that opposing player without a second thought or remorse. In this case, my brink, I'm going to turn on jitters again now that we have a moment to breathe, or at least I feel like we do. Um, drop my lacrosse stick, disguised as my humorously large mallet, into the hooks uh, for the crossbar of the barn. And um, yeah, and I'm just going to turn on jitters right. and be. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Nope. It's two. All right. Well, it's worth a shot. You can continue yeah. to turn on him and be yelling at him or whatever, but your death yeah. also comes soon. Yeah, I can be standing. Maybe I don't advance away from the doors. I'm like right there. Um, and uh, because maybe Jitters hasn't backed up yet. I haven't. Uh, I'm wanting to get in his face, but um, he just hasn't moved to that far away from the door. Yeah. And I'm what like, are you saying? What are you yelling? What are you? You, I don't know what you think you're doing or what happened with your arm back there or why you pushed Kelly into the corn, but this is on you. And I'm jabbing him in the chest. And I'm like, you just 
jumped over Gage and you would leave him behind. And that is not something that you do. It is not. And since I have failed my role, this is also leading into my death, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I couldn't give him a hand virus. Shut <laughs> the hell up. <laughs> that just makes me so mad. I think I slap you in the face. And then once I've done it once, I do it again. And um, uh, as this is happening, I'm not even paying attention to the doors rattling immediately behind me and the splintering of the the shaft of my beloved lacrosse stick disguised as the humorously large mallet as um the door cracks it comes inward just enough that a strand of corn can reach in and grab me and pull me backwards against the door and it's one of those things where i get pulled out through a crack that's too small for a human body to fit Uh through so i crunch as I go backwards oh. out through the door. Ah! At that point, I'm reaching um, up under my jacket and pulling out this gun, and I just start firing through the door at whatever oh. I can possibly hit. Like, four or five shots, just pow, 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 pow. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> while, while he's doing this, Gage did fall in the, uh, in the Tiki Torch oil, right? A little bit. A little bit. Well, I didn't fall in it. <laughs> um, all right. Or so did I? What, what's on top of your stack? Me? Uh, oh. uh, uh, Gage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my brink. Okay. So you, you can embrace your brink, um, which I is currently that, uh, that you have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> they have seen me pocket a gun. Ooh. And why Gage has a gun, perhaps now we'll never know. But, uh, <laughs> But you're firing uh, out there, so whatever it is that uh, Jitters wishes to do is perhaps dependent upon um, what you roll, uh, Gage. A two. Two six, but irrelevant, yep. because uh, this is going to be your doom. Um, but I do want to hear what Jitters was planning on doing right then, because that may play into your your death. Okay. Although you get to narrate it in the end, so... It will be whatever you choose to go with. Jitters. I was, I was, oh, I was attempting to do some roles so I could use my virtue solutionist, which I think is perfect. Uh, he, Jitters knows uh, the fire needs a bigger source to set the barn on fire. And so he's going to reach out uh, and he has a lighter and light gauge on fire, pressing it right into <laughs> where the torch fluid spilled on him. What the hell is your brink? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wow. At least least you won't die to the corn. Well, maybe or maybe not, because this is what Jitters is attempting to do, Gage. But, Jesse, you get to narrate Gage's death, so that could be it, or it could be something else, even as Jitters tries to, you know, take you out. (laughs) No, that's... I love this scenario. To Um, be fair, Jitters Jitters would then continue with kicking him up against the barn, so his flaming body would light the barn on fire. (laughs) This is fine. (laughs) Um, So after after I fired like uh, a few shots out through the door of the barn, you can see like holes through the door now. um, uh, I just kind of like glance back towards Jitters and see him coming towards me, and I just whip around and point the gun right in his face. And 
As he has his lighter out, by the way, and he's just like holding it out and just smiling. <laughs> Jitters has some issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jitters is with the corn now. <laughs> we all corn down here. I, I'm pointing the gun at Jitters and tensing like I'm going to squeeze the trigger, but then I just kind of like let it up a little bit. You know, now that I think about it, you could actually pull the trigger. That is embracing your brink. Oh, I'm I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? No, I mean, you could you could shoot him and then I know re-roll you re-roll your die and not die. Uh, jitters jitters looks at you and and it's just we're not you're we're not all going to be able to make it out of here. You I I can make it out of here. Gage, you can help me get out of here. We both can't get out of here. But there's no reason anyone else has to come back here. I don't believe you. And bang. <laughs> and just and just points it right back at him, squeezes off. All right. Well, you can um, re-roll your that die. Oh jeez. Why is I can live in? Oh yeah, that's a one. <laughs> um. And, and so narrate your death. Yeah. Um. I I imagine that. Uh, of course, this is going to have to be a little bit of what happens with jitters, but it only blows like a part of him away, kind of like how his and we arm... burn your brink. What's that? We burn your brink. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. It only blows like part of him away, like um, like with his arm and the corn stalks growing out of it and, and stuff like that. And like maybe maybe you see some kernels like fall out of his face where, where the bullet like hit him. <laughs> but he's still coming at me with the lighter and he happens to touch it to me and I go up in flames and just screaming. Um, I like slam into the door and burst back out into the night into whatever creatures I can find just screaming on fire. Mm. Jitters. Um, there are gunshots. You have been perhaps hit, perhaps not. I would say that we really probably ought to find out how this goes so roll some dice i rolled a six i'm i will take a picture i will show the video but I, actually <laughs> rolled a six. I believe you i rolled three <laughs> fair enough <laughs> it is the way the cookie crumbles you are shot but it hits you um in the in the face maybe yes you think but you reach up with your one remaining hand and you don't feel any pain. You don't feel a cut. It's just, you know, the ridges of corn inside of a, a, of an opened ear, the, that rough ribbing and um, outside you hear something flare up into flames, but you don't know what happens out there. And then around Things are pounding against the barn, but you are still alive. What do you do? Um, Did he give you your chance? What were you planning on doing with that chance? Jitters is uh, is going to grab the Tiki Torch um, and use it as a crutch, kind of helping himself up, uh, and is going to start moving towards the back of the barn to try and like crawl out a window. All right. Well, let's see how it goes. Roll them. I got a five. I got two sixes. Oh. You 
burst out. You clamber out through the back window. There does appear to be um, most of the interest of the creatures. Um, the creatures made from the corn is in the front of the barn there where it's just um, a mass of, it seems like the cornfield itself has moved up onto the barn almost. But in the back, there is some manner of clearing and and you can race backwards from it there's a road there's a road you see it's it's not part of the cornfield it's something that comes up to this barn and um and accesses it um there's there's a ditch even and there's there's a there's fences on either side and you can start running down it and you are running and then you find yourself Bursting out of the corn maze, stumbling into Dr. Brimstone's traveling menagerie and circus. The lights are bright. There are fire dancers and jugglers. There's candy, uh, ca- uh, candy corn. Ah, I can't. There's cotton candy. <laughs> cotton candy. <laughs> And other, the smells of other foods, everything looks so normal. People wandering around, people that you, that you know, um, others of the sorority, of the fraternity. What do you do? Uh, is Jitter, Jitters is going to look down to see if he still has his arm? No. And in fact, tendrils may be crawling out of that burn stump. Jitters is going something to, moves in the corn behind you. Uh, Jitters um, is going to uh, take his his lighter that he used to light. Um, Gage. Gage, thank you. Uh, on fire, and it's gonna kind of put it upside down underneath uh, one of the carts while it's lit, and just let that melt and burn and catch that on fire. Um, so people will start moving around, give something for the corn to target besides him oh my uh, God. roll it can i burn a virtue is that what you have up next yep hmm. uh, i, I my... can't see that you have any virtues left <laughs> but yeah let's go for it uh his virtue is solutionist he mm. has a problem oh. that he is true a solution he has a problem for oh. chasing me make it chase other people mm. your cards burn very vigorously thank you <laughs> I'm very proud of them. <laughs> They're doing great. Mm-hmm. All right. I got a one. Can I burn my brink as well? You can um, You can embrace your brink. Oh, you don't have to burn it yet. If you succeed, then you get to keep your brink and your hope die. My hope die. All right. What is um, your brink? My brink is uh, I have seen you using. Um, and so what he's going to do is uh, he's going to knowing that these tendrils are growing out of base of the arm or feeling something he's going to take um out of his out of his uh, hoodie pocket um a thin piece of rubber wrap it around his mid um mid arm and then uh he has like uh two syringes and he injects them both one after the other right into the end of that arm and pulls that cord as tight as possible just trying to right. uh, like tourniquet it off while he fills it with drugs, hoping it might kill what's ever inside. Reroll a three. Narrate your death. He he doesn't do it tight enough, 
And as he had moved away from the scene, he's now kind of in the corner, the uh, kind of a corner of this carnival. And he, f- he falls to the ground and he starts like panting really fast. And then after a few gurgles, he is dead. And you see tendrils of corn leaves move out of that stump of his arm and start pulling him into the corn from the shadows of this carnival. And so you die by your own overdose. And so ends Jitters. All right. What we see, the camera sees as Jitters overdoses. We see him stumble out of the corn maze. The injection held up, the syringe held up to his neck, not to his arm, not to his uh, of vein, his arm, but straight to the juggler where he's pumped it in to himself. We cycle backwards. And we see all the times, all the places where Jitters thought he saw the corn, heard the corn, but instead we see him cutting apart his friends, them running from him, him throwing himself on them, stabbing at them, tearing at them, ripping at them. And we see the screams of the people in the crowd as they gather around Jitters's spasming body covered in the blood of his brothers and sister. Let us have a moment. No, I really can't commit tonight. I told you, I had planned this out months in advance. The, the frat was really giving us this chance to like host this really wonderful thing over at Sabi Island, and I'm a big part of that, and I... Don't ask for much time off, and and I know we're short-staffed, but I really got to get away tonight. I mean, uh, we've got everything going on with Delta Alpha Kappa, and um, you know how some of them look, so, you know. um, But yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it in, and I'm really sorry, but you know you can count on me any other time. Um, I'm just looking to have fun. I need to let go. Um, School's stressing me, and I'm doing my best I can at the job, so, um, I'll see you tomorrow. Hi, Hilda. Where are you? Why aren't you answering your phone? First of all, I wanted to say that's super weird of you. Um, second of all, I just wanted to remind you, I did decide to go out to the corn maze with the guys, and I know, uh, I'm probably gonna stay out late, but it's, it's just over on Sabi Island, and so I just wanted you to know that it might be back late, and don't call my mom like you did last time. You weirdo, because I am going to come back. And um, also, I think I still have your um, your books. I think they're in my car, which I will have with me now that I think about it. So I'll return those to you um, tomorrow, okay? So don't freak out about it. Good evening, Nighthawks. Uh, it's time for my, lo- uh, my daily check-in. As you all know, I've kind of been on the research side of, of the mystery set plague this world um but tonight i'm presented the lucky opportunity to go to savore island um as uh, anyone that's in the know knows um there's been a little bit of some stuff going on out there and luckily i managed to uh, get some drone footage of the cornfield and let's just say i'm moving from research into field analysis i'll check back in with you later nighthawks uh remember to uh uh Follow, subscribe, and give me a thumbs up. 
those pretty candles burning. Yeah, I know. I know. Right? They're beautiful. I've, ne- I've never been so intently focused on candles before. Right? I, I half I half expect some tentacled creature to like engulf Patrick in the middle of this show. That would be on brand. Pretty, pretty candles. Mm-hmm.